been so cold I ain't went this hard since I was 18 Apologize if I say Anything I don't mean Like what's up with your best friend We could all have some fun, believe me And what's up with these new niggas And why they think it all comes so easy But get it why you here, boy Cause all that hype don't feel the same next year, boy Yeah And I'll be right here in my spot with a little more cash than I already got Trippin' off you cause you had your shot With my skin tan and my hair long With my fans who've been so patient Me and 40 back to work but we still smell like a vacation Hate the rumors, hate the bullshit, hate these fucking allegations I'm just feeling like the throne is for the taking Watch me take All it. I care about is money in the city that I'm from I'ma sip until I feel it, I'ma smoke it till it's done I don't really give a fuck and my excuse is that I'm young And I'm only getting older, somebody shut I told you I'm on one, yeah Fuck it, I'm on one Yeah, I said I'm on one Fuck it, I'm on one Two white cups that I got that drink Could be purple or could be pink Depending on how you mix that shit Money to be got and I'ma get that shit Cause I'm on one I said fuck it, I'm on one All I care about is money in the city that I'm from, I'ma mm. sip it till I feel it. I'ma smoke it till it's done. Oh. I don't really give a fuck. And my excuse is that, that I'm young. young and I'm only getting older. Somebody should have told you. you. It's Cash Money Records coming at you live for the Come 9 9 to the <laughs> 2000. Yo, come. Uh, power to the people. Mm. No, for real. Mm. For real. Mm. Today of all days. Mm. This portable pod. Yes, sir. And you just really hear it. Yes, sir. You just really feel it in your soul. So when Wake I say up. it, hear me. Power to the people. Mm. We're back to do maintenance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're going to rock like crack when it came in. Man. We're here. Yes, sir. We're back. Mm-hmm. We just introed with, I mean. Come on, man. You know, the word classic gets thrown around a lot. Bro. That's why it sounds like. Timeless. But from the moment that song came out, mm. all I care about is money. In the city, the city that I'm from. I'm going to sip it till I feel it. And I'm going to smoke it till it's done. Mm. Now, I don't really give it because my excuse is that I'm young mm-hmm. and I'm only getting older. Man. Somebody should have told you. Man. That was a classic I'm on one by DJ Khaled, Drake, Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. Mm. A prelude to what may or may not be coming in today's episode. I, I don't know, man. That's a reach. I know we're going that direction. We may not, but we may. Because we are, of course, the two stubborn Nigerians mm-hmm. coming at you live, not from 2019. Man. Not from 2020. Slightly off. But we here in the new year. <laughs> Man. 2021. Wow, well done. We made it. Hey, we made it. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. It needed a moment of silence. Mm. Nigga, we made it. Mmm. Maybe alluding to what may or may not Yo. be coming later. I don't know. <laughs> this guy's already in his podcast. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I said, how are we kicking off? How we come? We are we here? It's me. Mm. It's me. It's podcast P. Mm. I'm one half of your host, and today I'm joined by my one of the distinguished gentlemen, mm. my my renowned co-host, mm-hmm. world famous, oh, man. known in listened to in in over eleven countries. Wow! Imagine that across. Five continents. 
Jesus. Mama, I made it. Mama, he made it. It's the, <laughs> maybe again, alluding to something that's coming oh, later man. on the podcast. Oh, no, 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 we're doing science. It's the guy who gave you the look. Yes, sir. Reverse and even the hook. Yes, sir. That's how every pod sounds like Kex featuring <laughs> Kex. Again, alluding. Alluding, maybe. <laughs> maybe or maybe not. Yo, we back, we back, we back. Huh. Listen, because I know a lot of people asking, they haven't gotten their answers. Listen, let's say it now. Yeah. We took a week off. Yeah, we took a week off. 2020 was hard on all of us. Man. It was a tough last year. It was tumultuous. Bro, have you guys seen the bag that we're in already? The syllables are back. The year just started. The syllables are back. <laughs> we're in our damn bag. Man, don't, let, don't make me start opening up this simile bag. I brought <laughs> my, it today. My I God. brought it today. <laughs> Imagine expansion. Expansion. <laughs> last year was about branding. This year's about Man. expansion. <laughs> Man, that's not even a topic. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a topic. Nah, last year was a tough year from beginning to the outset. Like, I don't think anyone would disagree Man. in that. Um, so, you know, we took a year off the last week, week of the year. Get ourselves together, you yeah. know, come together, relax a little bit. So that we can come back in 2021 strong. Yeah. The way that the year is going to carry on. You know, we had to take a step back to, to just evaluate, align mm. our chakras. Mm. And, you know, we're here. Come we're back. ready to bring you this this podcast in Bonanza, mm. which has become so familiar to so many of you, to so many people, you know, in, in places like the United Kingdom, mm. in places like the United States, mm. in places like Singapore, Man. in places like Canada, Toronto Man. specifically, yeah, maybe, may or maybe not, <laughs> alluding to what could be coming in the book, I don't know, Come I actually on. don't know, um, Germany, all the mm. places, man, we really... We thank each and every one of you for continuing to join us on this audiastic adventure. Yes, sir. On this, on this lyrical exercise, mm. on this trip down the stream of podcasting extraordinaires. <laughs> this thing refuses to really just start the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <not at> <laughs> it might be an hour and a half of just this. You know what I'm saying? Just gist. Um, before we start, ma'am, mm. rest in peace to MF Doom. Man. Rest in peace to MF Doom. MF Doom passed away on, we believe, October 31st, his family said, and the news oh. just came out. Um, they released the news on December 31st. Um, oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah, we believe it was October 31st when he actually passed away and it was kept private. Mm. And um, the family released the news officially on the 31st of December, mm. 2020. MF Doom, just a legendary, legendary rapper. Some of your rapper, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Mm. Put it that mm. way, man. Um, just a legend, such a staple of the hip hop community um, from London. Something I only found out in twenty twenty, man. Oh. Just an absolute legend. Rest in peace to MF Doom, and and as a wider, you know, point. Rest in peace to all the people we lost in what was the tragic year two thousand twenty, man. It wasn't mm. easy. It was rough. Every step of the way. Like Honestly, this right. time last year, all of us were prepping because we thought we might be going into a third world war. Mm. For real, for real, man. I was talking to someone the other day and they were telling me oh they didn't really mind twenty twenty because um it was a year that they really got to like just chill out work from home mm-hmm. and like they were able to relax a lot more than usual. Mm-hmm. And it was only in that conversation that I really the words came out of my mouth, I didn't even know where they came from because it's not something I've thought about before mm-hmm. like that. But twenty twenty has really been defined by the loss. Man. Which For is real. Just so it's really sad when you sit back and think about it, like there's no stage where you could say, oh, okay, they're not lost. Like, yeah. as you said, we started off the year, we joked, we, like, we all joked on Twitter and said, yo, World War Three, but yeah. that missiles hit. Yeah. People died. No, for real. Then again, you know, we lose Kobe. Yeah. We lose David Stern on the first day of the year. Yeah. 
and it just never really few, got lighter. A few weeks after Kobe would lose Pulse Man. Like, it was Man. a year full of loss and to, you know, a lot of people are still grieving, still dealing with a lot of things. Mm. You know, we pray for you. Our prayers are out to each and every one of you. But, you know, we made it to a new year. Mm. You know, there's reasons to, to be optimistic, man. Yeah. We're still breathing. Yeah. We're, we're still able to just keep living. Still mm-hmm. able to see loved ones, you know, be around people who love you and care about you. Mm. Um, even through the tears. Fuck, Boris. Come yeah, on, I said it. Come on, man. Yeah, I said it. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Get out of here. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, nah, 2021. Mm. 2021. Yeah, we made it. Man. From 1997, bro. Mm. I'm old. Man, it's crazy. I'm old. Bro, I'm actually... I'm starting to see grey hairs. Yo, like, fam. Fam? <laughs> I don't think you understand. I, Me, I've been seeing grey hairs. And even mm. recently, I've been seeing grey hairs. Grey mm. hairs. Now, tell me why that doesn't make sense. Because I don't have hair. <laughs> and I don't have hair because my hairline left me at 16. <laughs> So why am I now still seeing? I thought I escaped at least that aspect of aging. What is this? It's a setup. Fam, I didn't even. I didn't even get to enjoy a beard. Now all of a sudden my beard's going grey. Like what? Fam, I'm telling you, it was just that stress of 2028. Yeah, everyone's grey now. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Now, but we here. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Yeah. Do you know what, Paul? I'll be honest. Uh Over the last what two weeks? Yeah. Obviously, we had Christmas, we yeah. had New Year's. Yeah. Fam, I'm stuffed. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm recording on the mic right now. Fam. I don't think I can eat again. At all. <laughs> oh, I'm so stuffed. Like, Fam. Eight bountiful amounts. Bro. For real, for real. Bro. For... You don't even know the turkey. Yeah. Dodo gizzard. Yeah. Man. Um, me, like, I had mm. your audacity. I was just ordering out too. <laughs> like it's my mum's birthday Christmas Eve we'll cook mm. on Christmas let's order this food the week before oh you're down you're feeling sad it's mm. cool we'll order Nando's just random you know what I'm saying this is why they shouldn't give me yeah. money <laughs> I'm telling you money is the biggest trap the biggest trap depend on what you want bro there's never been a point in my life where I thought to myself I'm just order Nando's until mm. I started making money mm. bro <laughs> like bro, you won't even you won't want Nando's like at all <laughs> out of nowhere now that you have an extra, an extra bit of money in your pocket it, it, it can't hurt. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm looking at my bank account. Yay, I am yeah. in pain. <laughs> Yo. Oh, uh, man, but we here. We're here. So, um, New Year. Mm. It's the same us. Mm. But to that extent, there are some people who don't know us. Man. Is it time for... Do, we should let them get to know us. It's about time. It's, it's about, about time. that time. So, 2020 was obviously a year where a lot of us were at home and we were mm. probably, you know, in our headphones a lot, listening to music because yes, you have sorry. to drown out the noise of your mum working in this room mm. and your brother working in this room and... Mm. Just drown out people as well, because why am I? Why are you talking to me, cuz? Especially you know when you're quarantined. Fam! <laughs> There's only so many words you can speak to me in one day. Like, for real. But with that being said, um, as is a staple of pretty much every year now for the past few years, mm. Spotify Rap Day comes along. And obviously, mm-hmm. you're, you're an Apple Music person yes, for whatever reason. We won't get into it. <laughs> you hey, decide listen. to stick with the inferior streaming service, but it's fine. You're, you're bold in your ignorance. It's I cool. Was, we're, not gonna get, we're not going to get into it. No, no, listen. Not I, I'm going to attack you, but when truly... I'm not gonna mess up that future Spotify bag that That's might right. be there. Great. So we're gonna chill. Cool, cool, cool. So, but obviously, yeah, Spotify Rap Day comes along. It's always a big event of the year because people are always wanting to see who they listen to the most, what they listen to, mm. um, and what's to find that year. And I always think it's really good. I think it's really interesting. I thought I wanted us to get into it as I'll get to know this week. And so I'm gonna pose the question to you. Mm. Obviously, your Apple Music, so it's not Spotify Raps, but what was your most listened to artist? Mm. of the very long and tumultuous year that was 2020. Talk to me. Talk to the people. 
it's crazy, isn't it? Because um, off rip, before I even downloaded it, well, found out the, the, the year wrap up that Apple Music did, you know, you sort of like log on to it, sort of guessing who it's going to be. Yeah. And in my head, it was really going to be Charlie Gambino. I right. couldn't imagine who else it would be because I listened to that album so many times it was ridiculous. Right. Um, I opened the I opened it up on Safari or whatever, and it told me it was probably next door, which threw me. Mm. It absolutely threw me. But you know, I had to think back on okay, what did Party Next Door drop this year? Yeah. And obviously, he dropped his album Party My Bill. Yeah, Party My Bill, which I loved at the time. I still do love. Um. But I still couldn't really make sense of it because it wasn't one of my favorite. Al- it was it was a good album for sure, mm-hmm. but it wasn't one of the albums that I had highly ranked. But then in thinking about it more, I was like, okay, no, it was one of the first few albums to drop this year, last yeah. year, should I say? And it was one because it was one of the first ones. It was an album that I listened to a lot, like all the time, because it was the first like glimmer of new music we got. Um, however, in saying that. It is also justified because he didn't release one of the best songs of last year, and I do stand by that wholeheartedly. Because Savage Anthem, don't hold your breath. I, <laughs> I had to hold that up like seven times just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Wait, don't wait on my love. Don't wait on it. Don't wait on it. You gonna suffocate? <laughs> Yo, do you know how crazy it is to harmonize toxicity? It is nuts. Kalani, I'm still waiting for KK to put him in a spot. Oh, fam. Because <laughs> I love and I love that album mm-hmm. that Kaylani dropped. Um, it was good until it wasn't. But she needs to put him in a split. I need her. Like this is the beef I needed. I didn't know I needed R and B beef like this. I can't lie. Pine is still crazy on that. Her song. number two is your man now. First oh, of all, man. his name is Kyrie Irving. Man, <laughs> he called number two. He hasn't worn number two in two years. years. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Did it? Yeah. So did it? It shocked you that Pine was number one. It shocked me, but then um, in that same breath... Yeah, you rationalise it. I can rationalise it. And it's... it's um Like, if I tell someone else, oh, Pioneer Store was my most listened to artist, yeah. they're not going to look at me and say, why? Then I'm like, oh, yeah, you love Pioneer Store. Like, it makes better sense. Yeah. So I can't be angry at it, you know. Um, I'm happy, to be honest, because we went a long while there without any Pioneer Store music. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah. I'm going to flip the question and ask it back to you. What was your most listened to artist of the year? Who else is it going to be? You, man. Janae. <laughs> Who else is it going to be? <laughs> this nigga and his spiritual bondage to yeah. Janae. <laughs> yeah. I'm trapped. <laughs> like, I'm trapped. I'm in Saltice. Like, who else, who else was it actually going to be? Um... This one, it it's another one. It shocked me when I saw it, and then mm. whenever I sit back and rationalise it, it makes total sense. Mm. Um, gen- I have, like, a bed playlist, like a playlist of songs that I listen to before I go to bed pretty much every night. Mm. And Janae's Blue Dream is on there. Blue Dream is one of my favourite songs of all time. So I listen to Blue Dream all the time. So I literally listen to Blue Dream before I go to sleep. Mm. Um, then if I'm ever in a situation where I just want to, like, relax or meditate or just vibe out, I'm usually running to Blue Dream as the initial song if not that whole sold-out deluxe album. Um, Then, like, throughout the summer, I was listening to my Vibe playlist a lot. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you can already guess who's just... just, It's just (laughs) Virginia. It's It's actually actually disgusted about (laughs) Virginia. Like, 
You know, the worst is on there. Like comforting ending, like trip, like sativa, just oh, badgernate, oh. just wrapped in one, right? Mm. And then obviously she released Chalumbo, which mm. I really did like as an album. It yeah. does not deserve to be up for a Grammy for album of the year. Is it up for a Grammy? Bro, album of the year. Not even R and B album. Fam, album of the year. This is why the earlier awards that really matter the two stars. <laughs> I, I did I did I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like it didn't deserve to be up there, but mm. it was a really good album. It was an album that I enjoyed. A really mm. great vibe. It's also an hour-long album. And so if you play it and you listen to it, it's a lot of music to consume. Yeah. And then, you know, if you listen to Big Sean, you're mm-hmm. listening to Janae. If you yeah. listen to Kalani's album, you're listening to Janae. If you listen to Summer Walker's album from 2019, which I did, you're listening to Janae. Mm. So she's also a feature artist who you see almost every Ty Dolla Sign's album, you're listening to Janae. Like, you see her everywhere, so... Mm. Mm. So yeah, Janae. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. We still waiting for the interview, JJ. Oh man. Oh man. That interview, I'm going crazy. Let me know why. They can't give I'm, me. They can't make a fool of myself. Yeah, they, can't give, yeah they can't give me a Janae. <laughs> um, you see that news reporter that I was giving her a little interview? That'd be me for the That'd whole be me one for hour. The whole hour and fifty five minutes. No. Um. Uh, and then right uh, at the end, I just said, uh, <laughs> you know, I could snuff Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what. Just look, hey, you know, I could snuff Sean. Because that's how they used to do it back Yo. in the day. Like, we would fight for your honour. <laughs> Bam. I've been watching Bear Bridge. Yeah, recently. on my bridge. Uh, we will link up at dawn. dawn. <laughs> you will meet me at dawn. Bam. I'm Wait, to keep your attention. But you will meet me at dawn, mm. Big Sean. I'm coming to Yo, every day we get closer. <laughs> every day we get closer. Oh, man. Um, oh. 2020 was a long year. So long. long yeah, so that's why I was surprised. It's a lot of music for me to still be with Janet. Mm. You know? Mm. Like, a lot of rap came out. Bare, bare. Towards the end, especially. Especially towards that back quarter, but mm. Janet number one. Mm. Mm. It's fair enough. As I said before, it's not brand. If you, if you just had to randomly take a guess, no idea, based on who you may think may release or not, and based mm. on people who you listen to, who do you think, towards the end of 2021, who's, who's at least one artist you think will definitely be in your top five? Anderson. Yeah. Anderson Pack is gonna be there for sure. Mm, makes sense. I have no doubt. If he drops an album, he's gonna be my number one. Makes sense. What about you? Um, probably Benny. Mm, I see that. Probably Benny. Yeah. Especially what we already know he's sitting on the album. He's sitting on two. So if you drop both, and he's sitting on a Drake feature. But which, in that same, which breath, may be alluding to what's coming later in this podcast. It knows? could be. It very much could be. Who knows? But in that same breath, you're saying. In that same breath, we know that what Kendrick and Cole are supposed to be dropping this year. And like, this year can be looking crazy for the top ten. It can be is anyone to win? It's a lot of anomalies, man. <laughs> a lot of anomalies. I also want to say, following this lockdown, I'm back in concert bag, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm back in concert bag. Well, after the lockdown, yeah, I'm yeah, going no, to every single one. Every single one. Bam. I'm gonna get into it later today, mm-hmm. but yo. I've, I've missed concerts so much. Fam, I didn't deep until like, because I was so done with concerts. Mm-hmm. And then just this, like, I had two concerts, because I was meant to go and see Janae. Yeah. And I literally had Snow Electric with tickets booked. Mm. So those are two concerts I missed. And I had deep the amount of albums that came out. I was like, yo, mm. I need to be just in a room full of drugged up white people <laughs> watching them jump around and bounce to this while I listen to this, <laughs> my favorite artist play this album. I think um, the one thing I've not deep, but I've sort of decided, decided for myself. I think from now on when I do concerts, mm-hmm. I think I'm done with the whole standing part. Definitely. That's the yeah. thing. I, and I did that when I saw Tyler Creator mm. 2019. It was in like a um, 
we weren't on the floor seats, we were in like the stands. Mm. And so we, we ended up in someone's VIP booth because my niggas are Vanessa. Um, <laughs> shout, 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 you know who you are. You know exactly who you are. The one, the one who bought me this mic, my homie. Um, but yeah, like we ended up in, and I was just sad. I was like, I was watching these guys jump and do mosh pits. I was like, yeah, I'm so much mm. more comfortable and enjoying myself so much more in these stands. Yep. Yep. Like, I really don't need to be in a mosh pit. I'm 36. That's <laughs> a 36. Like, me and LeBron are the same age. I don't need to be doing this. <laughs> oh, my days. Huh. We digress. Bam. We got a podcast to get to. I hope you guys feel like you know us better. I hope, I hope you, you, that gave you a little bit of insight into who we are, mm. what makes us tick. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you know what? At some point, yeah. we need to challenge the people with making us a playlist. No, that's for real. Because they don't even know. We have a playlist of just our intros and outros that's going crazy. Bro, right track, we'll put it out. Mm-hmm. Track 16, mm. we're, we're going to do a pop quiz. They're going to have to call in and tell oh, me what my favourite artist is. Oh, man. See if they've really been doing their homework. Cuh. Cuh. Huh? A lot of people are going to get the right answer and yeah. they're going to say that they didn't. That's the yeah. funny thing. Yeah, that's yeah. the fact. Yeah. People are going to call it and say, oh, J. Cole. Cole. Like, no. <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> 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 like, nigga, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! Gotta begin. What are oh, we talking man. about today, man? Say, take us, take us there. Let's, Listen, let man. me and the people know what we are in this room to do. We're talking about an artist who's been at the centre of a lot of discussions over the last, what, 12 years? Yep. Um, what else can I say about him other than he's a very talented artist. He has some of the greatest albums that have dropped again over the last 10 years. Yep. But he's also had some albums that have been the centre of discussion. Yeah, I think um, it's a very talented guy. Mm. Um, very eclectic body of work. Huge body of work, mm. a lot to get into, but I think it's just easiest to say that he's a legend. Mm. Yeah. When I pull up on a nigga, tell that nigga bad, bad I'm too good with these words, watch a nigga bad track If I die, all I know is I'm a motherfucking legend It's too late for my city, I'm the youngest nigga rapping. Oh my God, oh my God, if I die, I'm a legend Oh my God, oh my God, if I die Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> if Drake dies, he's a legend. Immediately. Off rip. We are of course here to talk to you about um October's very own mm. from the six. Mm. Some call him Aubrey. Mm. Some call him Drake. Mm. You know who it is, man. Come on, man. The owl OVO. It's crazy because some of you guys, yeah, some, a select few, yeah, figured out who we we're gonna be talking about this it's week. Very select few. And the people who didn't, yeah. it's probably because, yeah. I don't want to assume, but it's probably because mm-hmm. you don't follow our Instagram page. Maybe. At yep. two mm-hmm. underscore right. stubborn yep. underscore yep. Nigerian. Do that one more time, because okay. I don't think I caught it for Listen, real, for real. Let me, I'll slow it down for you guys. Please do. At yes, sir. two okay. underscore right. stubborn okay. underscore, underscore Nigerians. Nigerians. Okay. Okay, bet, 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 appreciate it. Yeah, man, it's all about Drake. Mm. Um, the legend that is. This is a. It's, it's been coming. 
Um, every now and again on this podcast, I've made little snide comments. I don't want to give this nigga free clout. <laughs> so for real, for real, I'm not even going to say nothing this episode. <laughs> that's it. That's it. All right, cool. I'm wrapping this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you played us out. Yeah, Nigeria <laughs> never carry Come on, man. <laughs> um, now nah, I I got a lot to say. Mm. Um, I got a lot to say. That's the thing. Um, especially when we decided that we're doing the Drake episodes. Yeah. It was very easy to say, yeah, cool, let's do that. Because it's like, okay, we have so much content we can give. So much. Because a lot of people won't know. Drake is an artist that somehow, we won't, fam, every single episode we've done, we've actually spoken about Drake off the mic. Yo, listen, like, I did say, as we were planning this, like, because you know I say, like, I genuinely joke and I say it, like, Mm. I don't want to give this nigga free clout, right? Mm. Every podcast since episode five, there's been a Drake quote. Yeah. Because every podcast I start by saying, it's the guy that gives you the look, the mm. first even the hook. Mm. <laughs> Which is a Drake quote. <laughs> like, he's, bro, he's he's so inevitable. It's so inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just there. Like. Nah, man, this is going to be a very interesting one. Um, I think the biggest challenge with this one mm. will be keeping it nice and concise but we'll do it we'll, this is what we do we're professional podcasters man we got, no, we've we got been back catalogue go listen to Say Her Name no. track 2 we'll see <laughs> we, have, we have hours of back catalogue we have hours of back catalogue man um, but let's start In the, I, I want to start by doing some quick fires alright All right, I want to shoot out some questions I just want to give you I, I want you to give me as quick an answer as you can mm. relating to the artist known as Drake alright okay yes, sir. so before we get into our little deep dive mm-hmm. let's just try to get these bang it out alright Aight. What's your favourite Drake song? Ooh, favourite Drake song would have to be... Ooh, it would probably be... Lord Knows. Mm. Best Drake song. What is his best song, objectively best speaking? 4pm and Calabasas. Okay. What's your favourite Drake feature verse? My favourite Drake feature verse? Yeah. This is so funny. Um, I want to give a deep dive into this, but I'll do it later. Mm-hmm. It would have to be um, Aston Martin music. Mm. 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 Okay. Mm. And um, what is your favorite Drake moment? See, this was this is a tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, it'll be very easy for me to say the first time I saw him live, mm-hmm. where he came out finally enough to the song Legend, mm-hmm. and it was just an iconic moment. Yeah. But I think bigger than that would be um again I didn't get to go to his last um tour yeah that he did in the UK but when he brought out J Hoss man and J Hoss had been in jail before man. that and we were all waiting for him to come out. What yeah wow what a moment that was a beautiful moment but then potentially bigger than that and I I might be stepping on your toes here. I don't know if this was potentially one of your moments as well. But him announcing that Top Boy is coming back mm. was big. Mm. It was massive. Um, but probably J-House member is probably the biggest for me. Fair, fair. Mm. Mm. But, you know, I digress. Yeah. Cool. Let's yeah. flip those questions back to you. Okay. So, first question. Favourite Drake song? Tuscan Lover. Mm. Mm. Best Drake song? 5am in Toronto. Okay. I, I like the fact that it's both yeah. no times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's time zones. <laughs> time zones. <laughs> um, Favourite Drake Future. This is a toss-up, um, mm. and I'm going to go with this one because I played the other one as the intro song. Mm-hmm. Successful. Mm. Intro song. Mm, I like that. I like that. I like that. 
Speaking of which, if I can, um, I don't know if you're going to hear this, mm -hmm. but whoever the woman was that told Drake that he'd never be as big as Trey Songz, I hope you've apologised. <laughs> I hope you've repented. Because there's, there's, there's being wrong. Yo. <laughs> and then there's whatever she was on. Fam, you know how crazy you look now? <laughs> like... Is Trey Songz even as big as Trey Songz? <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. To be so, like, confidently wrong. Like... That's another... Eventually, we're going to get into Clubhouse as well. Yeah. Where people have been very confidently wrong. But we'll say that's that. A, that's another day. <laughs> All right. Final question. Favourite Drake moment? Um, I am going to go the easy route. Seeing him mm. at Wireless for the first time in 2015. Um, the way he came out, mm. it's, it's it was too legend, like you said. And it was just... It was the most gangster moment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the most gangster moment. Like, we saw Kanye West come out the year before. Yeah. And the way he came out was like, yeah, I'm Kanye West. But the way Drake came out is, yo, I'm motherfucking drink. Mm. Like, I don't even need to say a word. Mm. I'm going to have 120,000 people singing every single word out of key. Yeah. Yo, I'll keep. So <laughs> the I'll keep off beat. I'm the one. <laughs> and then this nigga went straight into trophies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Man, why did we so that's that's a nice little quick fight. Why did we mm. want to do a Drake episode? Oh, why did we want to do a Drake episode? That's a good question. I feel like it was one of the things like you said it, Drake is inevitable. Yeah. Um both me and you, yeah, we were early fans of Drake. Facts. I think anyone from our secondary school... Facts. There's no way that anyone can say they weren't an early fan of Drake because we were all... Every single one. <laughs> it just depends on when you jumped it. on the van by yeah. like, <laughs> Yo, people will be walking around the school fam, with we, speakers are playing fam, Drake. We quoted Drake more than we quoted our planet. Like, our school motto, our school planet. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the Latin was on my planet that I had for five years, but I know every word to bedrock. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I feel like... um. We're as us two specifically as well. Yeah. We've seen Drake grow for his career. Yeah. We've had thoughts on every single album that he dropped throughout his career. Yeah. We've had thoughts on every single loose track that he's dropped on his <laughs> career. Man. And as you like, fam, this is someone who I don't know anyone over the last five years specifically as well who would not know what's going on with Drake or yeah. what he's dropping because he is the biggest artist in the world right yeah. now. What so we you alluded to it, you know, we've been on as fans for years, dating back to our secondary school days. Like you said, everyone in our secondary school was in some way, shape or form playing that nigga like mm -hmm. everywhere. What um what was your like earliest memory of like Drake? When did you become a fan? Like just mm. take me back to that time for you. Mm. As best as you can remember it. It's a crazy one because the first time I heard Drake, I was a fan, but it took me a while to really become a fan. So the mm -hmm. first time I heard Drake um, I'd gone home from school, mm -hmm. did my homework, and now, as it was my ritual at the time, I'd gone to, was sit in front of the TV, mm -hmm. and I turned on 106. Come on, man. Because that's what the Come ritual on, is. man. <laughs> There's nothing else you're supposed to do. Raheem, mm -hmm? I can't remember what episode it was. Mm. But remember I said, we're, we're completely different, mm. we're the same person? Yes, sir. You'll, you'll figure out when I get to my story. <laughs> right, I turned on 106 and pop. Yep. They were doing their top 10. Yeah. They were checking off everything that I was expecting to be there. Come on, come on, come on. And then I think it must have been number two or three at yeah. the time. And um, Bedrock comes on. Come. A song that at the point, at that time, I had never heard before. Ooh, but. Baby, <laughs> I can make it in country. Baby, 
Yeah. Call me Mr. Flintstone. Shout out Lloyd. Shout out Lloyd. You want to talk about Mr. Hitmaker? Whoa. Dedication Whoa. to my ex. Whoa. She's five Whoa. two. But I, that doesn't make sense. It's fine too. I don't know why he allowed the, the internet to boycott him and say she's five two. It doesn't it's make crazy. any sense. It's crazy. It's really nuts. Kick it, shy. Bam. Bam. So from there, yeah. obviously, this song called Bedrock comes on by Young Money. Yeah. At the time, I'll be honest, I didn't really know who Young Money was, mm-hmm. but I saw Lil Wayne, I was like, oh, okay. I like Lil Wayne. Yeah. I saw Lloyd, I said, oh, I like Lloyd. Yeah. So I let him rock. And then they were just going through all these artists. And at that time, I think the most genius thing they did with that music video was put their name Facts. next to each other. Oh, my goodness. It's so simplistic, but it's so, so important. Simple. And it was just, like, that alone, it meant that, okay, I now know that this is Drake. Mm-hmm. This is Nicki. And obviously, Drake's, Drake's verse started. And he was just looking cool in the bathroom. I was like, yeah, I, like I like this guy. Bro. I like this guy. Hide it down beside me. I race for your love. Shake and bake. Ricky Bobby. Bobby. I'm at the dub for you, but, but I, I can't meet you, you in the lobby. lobby. Girl, oh, I gotta wash my back. Because I'm not just anybody. anybody. Oh, my. Rest in peace. Bam. Bam. You know what? It was crazy, isn't it? Because, um, I don't know, that moment in the song, I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. This guy, Tiger, and Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I'm looking out for those guys wherever I can. Yeah. Because um, I hadn't heard of anyone before that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it took a while, innit? Because I heard Drake every now and then, here and there, here and there. And I liked him. I was definitely a fan. But it was... No, what am I even saying? Because Over came out. Over was literally straight after that. Very, very soon after that run. And Over went great. Over was one of my favourite... Is one of my favourite Drake songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, but it wasn't really until... The motto came out. Wow. And the motto was making waves throughout our school specifically. <laughs> like, you couldn't move. You could not. But if I wanted to go to my next class, I had to go through a hallway. Yeah, you had to quote it. But if I was going through a hallway, someone was playing the motto through their speaker. You had to quote it. Like, right. it was an entry. Like, you couldn't enter a form without <laughs> quoting it. Yo, everyone was saying YOLO everywhere you went. went like, like, it was just great. But that song, and that's that- when I was like, okay, no. My name yeah, again sent to head to head of years off it, YOLO. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, what did you just say to me? Get out of my class. Yeah, get out of my class. <laughs> YOLO. Niggas <laughs> did not care. Oh my goodness. Nah, that was the song for me that took me from being a not even let me not say it took me from being Drake fan to Stan, because I'm not Stan. But it took Drake in my eyes from okay, he's an artist that I really like yeah. to one of the best artists right now. Mm. Mm. I remember it was even <laughs> it was after prom. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> after prom, what did I do? <laughs> we obviously went back to yours, in it. Yeah. And I was tired. Yeah. I was dead. I was supposed to watch Scarface, <laughs> and I fell asleep on the sofa. Yeah. And I think you changed it, and you started listening to music on um, MTV or whatever. Yeah. And the motto came on. I remember I stood up. <laughs> I just awoke from my slumber. I stood up. <laughs> that motto. You're a little worse. That's a motto. Make it. Yeah, I was like, yo. <laughs> the song finished. I went back to sleep. <laughs> oh, man. I remember. <laughs> Fucking hell. What about you, man? What's your earliest Drake memories? Bro, pretty much the exact same. Mm. Um, I was home one day. And so there was one day when I was just watching BET's 106 and Park, as mm. you do. 
And I can't remember what song it was from So Far Gone. I think it might have been Houston and the Vegas was on the chart. Mm-hmm. And they played, it was one of them where they just played a snippet because yeah. um, it didn't make high enough to play the whole thing. So yeah. I was like, oh, this sounds cool. And then a few weeks later, and it would have been just a few weeks before the time you're saying, mm-hmm. because I watched an episode where Drake and Nicki were in studio to okay. world premiere okay. Bedford. And that was the first. And Nicki's hair was crazy. I, I did not like the way it looked. It just was just big hair. I was like, who is this weird looking? And that was back when that was back when Drake's dad stood for do right and kill everything. Like back in those days. <laughs> I that. I, that's why I hate this nigga. Anyway, but that's why back in those days, right? And the song played. And I was like, wait, what? Like, who is this guy? Like, why is he so debonair? Like, why is he so dapper? Like, what? Um, and so that's when I was looking out for him cool. Um, Forever came. Mm-hmm. Not too yeah, long after that, yeah. LeBron in the video. That's one back when I hated LeBron mm. for no other reason than the fact that he wasn't Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Kobe. Man. Um, but now you know LeBron's a champion with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's all we do is win titles. <laughs> that's all we do. That's all we do. Championship, huh? Huh? <laughs> what? Come talk to me when you're in double digit titles. Oh, when when you get there, relax. then we can talk. Other relax. than that, I don't talk to no one other than the Celtics about basketball. Jason Tatum relax. can come and talk to me. That's it. Shout out Marcus Gasol. Um, that was a cheap shot. Yeah, that was a cheap shot. I can't fight. I'll fight over my guys. That was a cheap shot. Um, but yeah, so Forever came out, and he was obviously spitting next to Kanye West, who at the time was biggest rapper, best rapper on the planet, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne coming off the car three, and Eminem, who spat one of his best verses. Yep. Yeah, really, ever, but definitely one of his best verses, 2009 mm-hmm. onwards. Um, but I really became, like, big fan a year after that, 2010, um, when he, Lil Wayne, and Big Sean hopped on All of the Lights remix. Um, okay. And that was very close to being another one of my favourite Drake features, but Drake came on there and was just went insane, went insane. It was one of those ones where he had the last verse, Sean went crazy, Wayne went crazy, and then Drake just came and said, let me show these niggas that I'm different. Mm. And he did. And that's when I said, okay, I'm really, like, taken aback by this guy because not only do you have your hits, not only can you, like, you can really just rap rap. Like, you can get, and I've seen you do it now on multiple occasions, that you can get in a room with some spitters Mm. and just spit hot fire. Yep. Yep, hot fire. Shout wow. my nigga <laughs> super hot fire. Mm. <laughs> Man. Naps. I well, take that. Mm. Nah, yeah. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Fam, Drake is... Wow, Drake has really been stable to coach for a minute now. He had taught... Let's, let's, let's get into it, because obviously there's a reason we wanted to do this is because there's so much to say about him. Mm. There's so many different ways that we can go. Mm. And we were having a very deep, interesting conversation off mic, which as soon as we started to have it, you were like, sharp, let's do the same for the mic. Um, so let's let's get into it. What mm. do we just just let's just talk. What do we what do we make of this guy's career? Of Drake's career. It's funny because um I think you can see it in his albums as well. We're gonna get into it later. But um his first few, you could hear, oh okay, this guy trying to prove himself, trying yeah. to get on. And when he was in his early career, I think him trying to prove himself, yeah, he was trying to tell us, yeah, I'm the best here. Mm-hmm. But he just said it. He hopped on the All the Lights remix, mm-hmm. and it was different. Um, like, he went on a run there, a massive run. Yeah. was like, yo, this guy is top three. Yeah. He's top three, top three, top three. Like, you cannot tell anyone different. 
you can tell me personally different that he was not top three. Um, now, later in his career, it's getting to a point, and I think um, the changing point for me anyway was views, where there was obviously a lot of hype going into that album. Mm-hmm. Um, it was what, coming off of Nothing Was The Same? No, it's coming off of If You're Reading This. Yeah, it was coming off of If You're Reading This Too Late. And there was a lot of excitement, like, oh, okay, Drake's about to go crazy. He dropped an album. He'd been talking about this album for the last year, blah, blah, blah. He was dropping songs. Every song, all you heard was views, 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 views. Mm-hmm. So everyone was excited. Then the song came, not song, the album came out. And I sort of forced myself to like it for about a week. And then after that week passed, I was like, no, Raheem, be honest with yourself. Do you really like this album? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Um... And I feel like that was the slow sort of decline to Drake having gone from um, trying to prove myself, I'm trying to prove that I belong in the top three, to I'm going to be in the top three because I have projects that should mean that I'm in the top three. But for now, I'm just going to be releasing music, if that makes sense. So overall, mm. are you, you as a fan, mm. are you happy with his career? I'm happy with his career in that you know, we started off the segment saying if Drake never releases another project, if he dies, God forbid, if he dies, he dies a legend because, mm-hmm. you know, he's given us albums that, for me, would be the best of the 2010 to 2020 era. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd have to be happy with his career. I don't think it would be fair to say otherwise. So are you satisfied with where he is as an artist now? No. Why? Because Drake not only has shown us that he can be better than what his... Like, his last, what, two albums for me, which is, what, Scorpion and Dark Lane demo? If you count that as an album, yeah. Yeah. If I'm counting both of those, then it would then say, no, I'm not happy with where he is as an artist today. Okay. Um, Because I look at what he's done before that. It's similar to when we're talking about Bryson Tiller. You know, I look at your first album and I say, okay, this is the greatness you did. But Drake is even worse because I say, I look at your first few albums, mm. I say, this is the greatness you did there. And because of that greatness, me, I'll put me in my top three. So now, in my top three, like, your my top three, the company you're holding is Kendrick and J. Cole. So those two are literally, every time they drop an album in my head, I'm thinking, okay, is, is it a classic? Is it not a classic? Okay, if it's not a classic, how far off, it, off of it is it from being a classic? And then with Drake, I'm hearing the albums now, and I'm just like, okay, it's cool. Yeah, no, no, this is, this is kind of good. Yeah, no, I like it. Mm-hmm. But it's never really classic talk anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy because that's the air that Drake should be in. Mm-hmm. But he's not trying to prove it to me anymore. He's not. Which, yeah, I guess he doesn't have to prove himself. But if you want people to carry on seeing you as top three, then that's the competition that you have to keep. Yeah. Mm. What about you? <laughs> if you give me the floor, I might be, I might be here for a while. Indeed. <laughs> I'm I'm in no way personally satisfied as a fan, and I say mm. everything I I say to everyone. I say everything I say is about Drake comes solely from the point of me being a fan. Mm. Like you know me, if I'm not a fan of someone, I don't talk about them. Mm. I don't, I really don't care. Like yeah. I I can't give you thirty minute deep dive on Chance the Rapper because I'm not a fan. Mm. I can mm. give you a thirty. I can give you an hour on this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan because it, his music hasn't aged. Mm. He hasn't grown up with his music in the way that I feel like he should, and especially in the way that I know his peers have. Drake placed himself through his own greatness, mm-hmm. his own greatness, no one else's, his own greatness placed himself in an air where 
you you say J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, and you're absolutely right. But that that's also an air where you're Jay Z, Kanye West, yeah. what Lauren Hill, whatever name yeah. you want to bring up, Drake was Drake did push himself into that. Mm-hmm. His his early music became timeless. Um, and my one of my issues is that when I look at all those artists who who would be in that vein in that bracket. They have music that applies to every single stage of my life. Mm. Drake doesn't have that. Mm. And it it really compounds itself when you just look. The last one of these type episodes we did was Miss Lauren Hill for the yeah. Miseducation. That's mm-hmm. one album by one woman. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how neither of us have, neither of us have a child yet. Mm-hmm. But what about when to when to Zion comes on um. and we have children? It's going to take a different meaning, right? Yeah. Neither of us have a child yet. But hearing Jay-Z legacy, mm. imagine what that means. Mm. I hadn't even finished my GCSEs yet. But hearing J. Cole say to the college kids, no scholarships starting next semester, mm. I already knew what I was doing my first day of college. Mm. I don't have a child yet. But when I do, I can't imagine myself saying, I'm not hiding my child from the world. I was hiding my world from the kid. Like, no no shade. That's how he felt. That's what he wanted to do. Cool. But that's mm. not that's not the timeless way. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... There's just different, there's ways that you grow. And I don't think he's grown as an artist. I think he's decided to go younger. I say it all the time. Like my biggest, I've always said this from the moment the song came out. When he said, oh, I'm going to get the song wrong. I can't remember if it was Sacrifices or... Um, sacrifices. I think it was, it was Sacrifices. It was when he said, when when Kendall was turning 21, I was out the street with 21. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard that and I thought, that's cool. Why were you up the street with 21 Savage? 21 Savage isn't your age, mate. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's really that that was really my first thought. Like 21 Savage isn't your age, mate. Yeah. And there's no context. It's not like Cole said, I was on my way home, 21. I went to the studio, I see 21 in there with his kids. I said, that's beautiful, man. Mm. Let me write for you real quick. And it's mm. bit, like you were saying you were just hanging out with 21 Savage. Like 21 Savage isn't your age, mate. Like what what's going on there? Millie Bobby Brown isn't your age, mate. Like what what is going on there? Georgia Smith isn't your age, mate. Hi, Georgia. What is going on there? <laughs> right? Like, and so I sat there, I was like, Okay, but then I'm also seeing the music downturn in age. Mm. And then the music from before isn't necessarily applying to my now okay. in the way that I would have hoped, you know? Right. Okay. Cole has songs with, that he released when he was 23, mm-hmm. when I was 13, mm-hmm. that now that I'm 23, oh, I, I see the meaning of them. Yeah. Mm. Me, I don't have money, right? Yeah. I'm broke. Mm-hmm. Silver and gold, I have none, Sha. But what I have, I give on to thee. And what I have <laughs> is my words, so I give them to you. Silver mm-hmm. and gold, I have none. So, me personally, I've never been to Houston. Yeah. I've also never been to Atlanta. Uh-huh. I've also never been to Vegas. Mm. On top of that, I've never fallen in love with a stripper from Houston, Atlanta, or Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, the heartbreak that he's construing, mm-hmm. you know, gets. I don't understand <laughs> it, Sha, because I don't get that heartbreak. Personally, I, same with Freddie Gibbs. When Freddie Gibbs is talking about, I, I really, I really, it really hurt me when I saw her dancing at Floyd's house. Yeah. That's the tax bracket I'm not involved in. Yeah, at all. I, at all. Me and Floyd, <laughs> me and Floyd don't even know each other like that. Let alone do we have women that roll in the same side. If that. we do, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. That means that means I've achieved something. I didn't want to be in that bracket. <laughs> like at all. So like even so even the lessons that were there in the early albums, I'm starting to get older and realize they're not actually as poignant to me now as mm-hmm. some of his contemporaries' lessons were then are now. And that's a sign of someone who like hasn't his music from the past hasn't aged with his audience, mm. and his music now 
I mean, we've said it off mic, we might as well say it on air. Mm-hmm. What is Tootsie Slide? <laughs> that is something of nonsense. That is something really not because, you know, it's, um, you know I, was about, I was actually just about to ask as well, because Drake is an artist who is sort of known for, at this point in his career anyway, he's known for being able to diversify his music he's a ahead of schedule. He's a chameleon. Yeah. yeah. Like, he'll have a sound that is working, but he'll very much change it before the culture change, forces him to change out, if it makes sense. I disagree. Do you? I, I disagree that he'll change it before. I think he changes it pretty... Because, like, how can I put it? Um, an album like Nothing Was The Same, that album was doing very well. Mm-hmm. And the year after, if he dropped that album a year after, it wouldn't have been aged out. That sound would have still been, yeah, cool. That's okay. like a very cool, like, till that, till this day, I think that sound could work. Yeah. Um, but he very much ahead of schedule decided, okay, no, if you're reading this too late, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it from that. But I don't think it was ahead of schedule. I just think, mm. I think he saw, I think he saw the, at max, you could say before it got huge. Mm-hmm. But even then, when did if we were in this camp, it's too late come out. But not even I'm not saying that I'm not saying ahead of schedule in terms of um, of in terms of okay, like there's a schedule, there's a time limit to when you have to do it. I'm saying ahead of schedule in terms of you didn't have to change your you didn't have to change it for you to carry on being successful in it. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. He could he could still stay. But I think that's also been a problem with like his his. The changing in sound means you never really perfect the sound. Mm-hmm. And although you can be good at something, like when he tries to do like "What a Time to Be Alive," he's not better than that than future at that. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He's not better at like trap sounds than Travis Scott is. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not better at rap rapping than Kendrick or Jake. Mm-hmm. Like he's not even necessarily better at melancholy rap vibes than Kanye was on 808s and Heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You're, and this is why he's so great, mm-hmm. is he'd probably be top five in all of them, but which one are you number one in? Mm. And it's like, ugh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, where I can, where I, you and I will disagree, but like, where we, you will objectively say, no, the best rapper pound for pound is Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. And I'll say the best rapper pound for pound is J. Cole. Mm-hmm. We can, we're both definitive that they're number one. Yeah. But I don't think we, we would ever hear someone be definitive that Drake's number one in that. No, Let alone would we say he's number definitive number one in rapping and singing. Mm. Let alone we say he's definitive number one as rappers that sing mm. or singers that rap. Mm. Like, you see what I'm saying? So you're jack of all trades, master of none. And I feel, I feel like, again, to get to your point of like changing before he needed to, I also feel like you're changing because you're chasing something. And as someone who is as great as you are, you shouldn't, you don't ever need to chase. Mm. You don't ever need to chase. Yeah, I think that chasing point is very poignant because mm. um, someone like Drake as well, like, well, you look back to more life mm. where it became very apparent, oh, okay, no, Drake is, he's really trying to get involved in this UK sort of, like, sound, which, you know, on one hand, I love. I love, like, I love it in general, the yeah. idea of, okay, an artist like Santan Dave, who at the time was relatively small, Drake can hop on a remix. Okay. And that song become much bigger than what it was originally. Did it? A lot bigger. Did it? Yes. <laughs> I think the people who would have known about Sometime Dave... Where did it become bigger? In the UK. If at very least... I don't know what it did in America because I'm not in America, but I know in the UK that song then went crazy. Did that song need Drake on it for it to go crazy? 
it didn't need Drake on it to so go then, crazy. So, so. But it didn't go crazy until Drake hopped on it. I disagree. I disagree with that because I saw mm-hmm. Dave at 17 years old, uh-huh. before he would have been allowed into my uni SU, was mm-hmm. performing main stage as a main event at my uni SU off that song. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons I disagree. This is a point I've had about Drake on this UK point, right? And mm-hmm. I'm glad that you got into it. I've never seen the value of him doing this UK thing. It's never actually... Mm-hmm. I don't know the metrics. There could be numbers that prove me completely wrong, right? I'm not mm-hmm. in that world. But just from what I see in terms of conversations I have and the way things go, I don't think it's ever benefited a UK artist having Drake on their song. I don't know. Or being on a song with Drake. Maybe only mm-hmm. at, ma- at, bare, at max, bare minimum Skepta. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum Skepta with that shutdown run and having Drake promo it. But like, I look, and it's great that you said more life. Mm-hmm. Look at gigs. Yeah. Look at KMT. Yeah. Look at how it was received in the UK. Yeah. You've you've been at raves when KMT gets played. What mm-hmm. happens? Crazy. It's different. Mm-hmm. In the US, what was the conversation they when that came out? It. They hated it, right? They hated it. They hate, it didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I looked at just this past year, 2020, the track that Drake was on with Heady One. Yeah. The most prominent music podcast like this, mm-hmm. this is going to be shocking to so many people. It's not the two stubborn Nigerians. Oh, bro. It's yeah, crazy. I can't believe even me. It's crazy. <laughs> but these guys have some time. They 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 have some time in that mm-hmm. takes them ahead of us. It's the Joe Budden podcast, right? Okay. I remember when that Heady One and Drake song came out and they spoke about it on the two star on the two star <laughs> on the Joe Bunnan podcast. Mm. They didn't talk about Heady One at all. Yeah, they didn't. They spoke about Drake. Yeah. They were confused as to why Drake did the song. Mm-hmm. They confused as to who Heady One was. Mm-hmm. They said, Why is Drake on a song beefing Stormzy? Mm. when that wasn't the case at all at all so if that's the most prominent music speaking podcast platform probably in the definitely in the u.s which mm-hmm. mostly would likely mean in the world okay. and it doesn't do anything for heady one there uh-huh. and people in the uk didn't like it uh-huh. how did that help heady one bear in mind you know who heady one is in this country yeah. we know what heady one's album did in this country mm-hmm. heady one didn't need that See. so when i just want to finish it sorry so all those times when I've heard Drake in an interview say, would you rather me not show love? There's other ways you can show love than doing this because this isn't actually helping. Mm. Again, I don't know metrics. The numbers may help and the numbers numbers equal the money. So I'm sure that helps the artist. Mm-hmm. But just from what I see, it never looks like it actually helps. See, I think on the when you look at them individually, like how you just did, yeah, it may look like that. Uh, that way in that yeah cool you're not really he's not necessarily helping however especially looking at the last what five no five years let's look at the last two years i don't know if real if the uk sound as a whole does what it's doing now without drake's influence somehow one way or the other you have to you have to look at what uk music is well what the sound is doing around the world now like, Drill is very much an international sound, from the point where Armani sees a can release an album with Drillarama on it, and it is making the waves it did. I don't know if we necessarily get that, or if we get necessarily a pop smoke without, at some point, Drake bring it highlighting what's happening in the UK, nah. and it becoming more of a topic. Nah, I think you're reaching. I think all of it matters. I think you're reaching. I think, that, I, think, I, think, I think that's reaching. Because even that sounds like it's a disservice to Chicago Drossy, which started this all up. Mm. So that's that's the whole Chief Key, King Louie, all of those guys in Chicago that started this show off 2011, 2012, that I spoke about on this podcast before that created the earthquake when all of a sudden 
my white people shout Marco started mm-hmm. listening to black music I'm like holy shit what is going on here mm-hmm. and then UK guys came flipped it broke it down put it into crack you can tell I've been I've caught up on Snowfall in it Woo! shout out Franklin Say season 4 coming soon season four? yeah season 4 coming soon <laughs> Put, no, put that officer in a split. Um, but yeah, like... Spoiler alert. You should have watched it by now. <laughs> if I have... Um, no, but like, I just feel like I don't... Yeah, I don't I don't see that being the case. Because, again, it goes... Again, again, it goes to that point of like, we in the UK don't need the US to be successful. Yeah. No, so like, works. these guys are already successful. Mm-hmm. Before Drake hopped on a Heady One verse, before KD shouted out Heady Ones, about they left Earth. Like, mm. Heady One already had No Better and Golden Boot. Yeah. And he was already Heady One in this country. Mm-hmm. Before, like, without... I don't know, have Dave and Drake worked together since? No. That I know of? No? Not that Psychodrama is still Psychodrama. Uh-huh. That album was still that album, mm-hmm. right? So, like, before Drake tweeted, yeah, I got Top Boy back. Top Boy was Top Boy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If Drake hadn't tweeted that, yeah. Maybe the waves that made in the US don't happen. Mm-hmm. The top boy in the UK would have been the same thing. Mm-hmm. That series, that series would have had the same impact mm-hmm. that it did in the UK. So I think that again, I don't think that's him curating things. I don't know what he does behind the scenes. I'm just yeah. going on what I know. I'm not even saying that is necessarily him curating it or is a hundred percent like due to him. But I think for us to say, oh, okay, one of the reasons that the UK sound is now going international. One of the reasons why we are starting to see, like, um, I can't remember who it was, but it should be. I think it was Kalani on someone in the UK's song. I can't remember who it was. But either way, like, the reasons why we're starting to see international features on our songs here, or we're seeing our guys on songs where we wouldn't necessarily expect to see them, or we're seeing Draw do waves around the world the way that we're seeing it, I think it would be unfair to not somewhat give Drake his credit but because where, but where does that lie? Because in that same vein, then, mm-hmm. then I have to give all the credit for, to Kanye West because he was on American Boy Rem- on the American Boy song. That means I, that means I have to give so much credit See, to ASAP Rocky because praise the Lord is praise the Lord. I give credit. I give. A, I give. A, a but you could actually tangibly see where ASAP Rocky's because he's in the mm-hmm. studio with Skepta. Like they talk, they have a relationship. Like seriously, See, and I can also go back and give credit to Kanye because it's like okay, maybe not for the American Boy. But when he came and did um, what's that song? Um, mm, all day, mm, all day, yeah. And he performed all day on, at the Brits with what all the BBK with him. Mm-hmm. That was a big moment. And then what Drake in Drake doing these songs that he's doing now. As you said, like yeah, we haven't necessarily seen like flat out. Oh, this is the result. This artist has now gotten this much bigger. Whereas before he was this big. I think everything works together. And yeah, you might not see it immediately, but to just straight out say, oh, you know, there's no help there. Or it's done I'm not nothing. saying, no, I'm not saying no help. I'm not even saying he's done nothing. I'm just saying, like, there's there's no need for him to be given thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. no, because then you can give thanks to every single, I mean, mm-hmm. we right now we could give thanks to Armani Caesar for making Trillerama. Mm. Right, like mm. we can, and that's just okay. Like, cool, we can give thanks to everyone. Yeah, shout out Kehlani for jumping on Westerns into, mm-hmm. like, shout. Out, you know what I'm saying? But like at the same time, that's just how music is. Mm. Like, there are there are niggas in the UK who have features with niggas in South Africa. Mm-hmm. They're like Davido and Trippy, right? Like, people have just be Davido and Lowski were just on a song. <laughs> like, th- these things just happen. That's music. It's an mm. international culture. Mm. Music gets spread everywhere. We're globalized. I can and I do go into my phone and listen to artists from India. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but the <laughs> shit slaps, nigga. <laughs> the fuck? And so now if you have two English-speaking countries, mm-hmm. of course, like, the, they're naturally going to amalgamate and make songs. Like, we just talked mm-hmm. about MF Doom is considered, rest in peace, one of the best rappers of all time yeah. to an American audience. Mm-hmm. Nigga's English. Mm-hmm. Slick Rick mm-hmm. is English. Like, mm-hmm. that shit like that just naturally happens. I don't think that's something that we have to say. In the same way, I wouldn't say we have to give Kanye West credit for it or we mm-hmm. have to give XYZ credit for it. I also don't think we have to give Drake credit for it because mm-hmm. it's just like, I think these things would have, especially in the era that we are in with social media where people can promote themselves and your music can just reach wider easily, mm-hmm. that would have happened regardless, is what I'm saying. Top Boy would have been the success it was this most recent season mm-hmm. regardless. Mm. Especially because Drake doesn't shout Drake didn't shout out Downton Abbey Look how Downton Abbey did in the US Drake didn't shout out The Bodyguard That's Look how true. The Bodyguard did in the US Drake didn't shout out Black Earth Rising Look how Black Earth Rising did in the US mm. they, love, they love our limited series in the US bro Because we do it better than them <laughs> Fair, that's fair I'll give you that But let's, flip, right. let's flip switch So that we don't, you know, mm. stay in a tangent mm. Has Drake fallen off? Has Drake fallen off? Yeah what, is, um, what, do, what does falling off mean? Yeah, because I think you very much have to specify what you mean by that. If you're saying, has Drake lost the ability... Has Drake lost his ability that he had early in his career? I don't necessarily think so. Because what? Define that, because you're, you're talking vagities, man. I am talking vagities, because it's tough. It's very tough to specify. Um, is Drake capable of making a song to the quality of the songs I loved in his early career. I don't necessarily think he's lost that ability, no. Because Drake will hop on a feature and I will remember, oh yeah, no, this is what Drake does. Like, Drake has bars. Drake can really rap. Like, I remember it was Scorpion last year, right? No matter what... 19. Man, crazy. <laughs> I keep on forgetting. 19, it was 18. Was it 18? Yeah, it was 18. Was 18. Three years ago. Jesus Christ. Either way, Scorpion came out and... At the same time, point, time flies when you're not listening to Scorpion. It's not. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> Fam, no matter what, even if I think of Scorpion, because I already I know I know your feelings towards Scorpion anyway. There were songs on this album that it was like, wow, okay, no, Drake can like Drake is rapping, rapping, regardless of what we think. <laughs> like Drake had bars on this album, especially that first half. Like he was going crazy. Of some of the songs. First half, the uh, rap half. Yeah. Like, what song was it? It was um, Emotionless, an 8 out of 10. Emotionless was a good song. Man. Y'all guessed him. Y'all guessed him. He tried it and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. All these people have said, Drake should just release the album one half rap, then one half R&B. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all, y'all, no. y'all guessed him. He did it and it didn't work. <laughs> that was never... I don't know who told him it was let's, work. let's stick to your lane. Your name is not Anderson <laughs> Pack, nor is it her, nor is it Lauren Hill. Even if you're going to do it, you should just do it as two albums. Fam, I, don't, I don't understand this. Like, Future, Future has given every single one of you the blueprint. Mm. You released mm. the Drill album one week, then the next week you released the R&B. It's not that hard. Mm. Mm. Anyway, sorry, I cut you off. But yeah, no, I don't think he's lost that ability necessarily. Mm-hmm. However, if you're talking about has he fallen off as the artist that he was, once was, I would have to say right now, yes. You, uh, on one of our mo- more recent podcasts, mm-hmm. you said that you believe Kendrick's going to drop an album yeah. and it's going to be over for people. Yeah. When Kendrick dropped Good Kid, Mad City, mm-hmm. was it over for people? Pretty much. When Kendrick dropped A Pimp a Butterfly, was it over yes. for people? When Kendrick dropped Damn, was it over for people? 
Okay. You believe that Kendrick is going to drop his next album and it's going to be over for people? Yeah. Do you believe Certified Loverboy is going to drop and it's going to be over for people? No. So, to that extent, has Drake not fallen off? Because he can't get to the same level of album, which you know that people who we consider his contemporaries to be mm-hmm. can still do. See, in that extent, if we're talking about the albums he's making, yes, it's fallen off. Yes. Like, there's no two ways you can put it. Like, he's not, he's not going to give us an album, like, Take Care, that's literally just going to shut everything down. And we're going to be saying, the second we hear it, oh, yeah, this is the best album of the year. Like, someone else is going to have to prove that they have the best album of the year. Like, that's what Kendrick... Kendrick, now, if he drops an album, immediately we say, okay, this is the album of the year. This is the one to beat. Drake doesn't drop albums anymore that are the one to beat. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. I don't know why he stopped. Because when Drake... I said it before, is not it? Like, he, he was doing that consistently. And then it got to views, and it just stopped. It just stopped. Like, is it he that he can't? Because you're saying stopped like he just decided he's not going to anymore. Is it that he can't? I don't know. This is the point. So we're into that conversation we were having off mm-hmm. mic, right? And this is what I was saying. Um, so I looked back in 2018 when Scorpion was about to drop. Um, well, before Scorpion dropped, when Pusha T dropped Daytona. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're in 2021. And I need to mm-hmm. declare that there's not been a better rap album since Daytona than Daytona. That's my own personal opinion. We're not going to get into it. Um, <laughs> When, you know, they had their little tiff, mm-hmm. their little back and tiff, this nigga said, you are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Um, when they had their little disagreement, they're falling out. Um, I said, tick, tick, tick. <laughs> what is six, six, six? Oh, my God. In the six, six, six. Jesus. When they had their little falling out, um, you know, the story of Adidon is called Adidon because that was supposedly the Adidas line that Drake was going to drop. Mm. pending his signing to Adidas which had been long rumoured um, and as someone who was like especially at that time heavy in like sneaker and fashion culture I never liked the idea of Drake being on Adidas especially at that time and definitely not now and I think Adidas Adidas really really like dodged a bullet by Pusha T saved them by not allowing that thing to happen because mm. Adidas had created had risen themselves to that point and they had risen themselves. Like, they were outselling Jordan in the US, which was huge. That hadn't happened in years. They were literally, over the past two years prior to that, they were out consistently outselling Jordan brand. And they had done so because of their deliberate attempts to continually create and innovate. One year, they give you the NMD. The next year, they give you the two block. The next year, they give you attributes. The next year, they give you something else. The next year, they give you something else. When they collaborate with Kanye, they give you new Yeezys. When they collaborate with Pharrell, it's new. When they collaborate with Push, it's new. Mm-hmm. And I looked at... The Drake deal, I said, it doesn't make sense because all I've ever seen Drake do in design is slap the black and gold OVO and an owl on something that's already been made and say it's Drake collection. Mm-hmm. That's not, I don't know what he can do. Maybe he does mm-hmm. sketch, maybe he does, and I would love to see it. He's got his Nocta collection with Nike that I believe is out if it's not already out, it's coming soon. Right, Looks right. great, right? Mm-hmm. But again, it's no, there's no necessarily great innovation. Mm-hmm. There. It's not like Kanye in the room sketching, it's not Pusha T. I want the the shoe to have snakeskin print because that's like the seats in the Maybach. Like, mm. there's not... You know what I'm saying? It's literally just, give me the Raptors jersey. Okay, black and gold. Don't do that. That's <laughs> it. Nike designed a Raptors jersey mm. and he says, okay, make it black and then make it gold. And that's it. And I didn't like it because it's the same as what Jordan brand has been doing, mm-hmm. which is I'm going to get my age-old sneakers from the 90s mm. and I'm just going to put them... It's just like, just like Stringer Bell said in The Wire. You just gonna put that shit out in a different cap, that's all. Mm. 
Mm. He spiked that shit with some propane, mm. some caffeine. Mm. It's the same shit. Mm. That's all he's doing. And and it's I believe on a level it's because he knows he's not in the same place to make thank me like to make take care to make nothing was the same in the studio for an extended album. Maybe his hits, maybe his singles. It's just like I said about Chance the other week. You should do. You're talented enough. You should be able to. It's just like KD. You mm-hmm. should be able to walk into a gym and give me ten in your sleep. Mm. Drake, you should be able to walk into a studio and give me a hit in your sleep. Like mm. you're a very talented artist. But to do it over an album is a different thing. It's a different beast. And I think there's more than enough evidence, in my opinion, now to suggest that he's probably lost that ability to do so. But then, and here's why I'm, here's why I'm kind of holding out hope for, um, what's it, Certified Love Boy? Sure. That's album coming out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of holding out hope for it. Because the main difference between the other albums he dropped and this one that's going to become now is that there seems to be a lot more time taken in between. Whereas those other albums, like after Views, it was what? More Life, which if I'm not mistaken came out. Yeah, but you got to remember, More Life is the B-sides of Views. Okay, but then you have Scorpion, what, the year after? Like he dropped. But again, if you're thinking, yeah, but if you're thinking that More Life is literally just a track that didn't make Views. Right, so if that's the case, then that those all came from the views session. So really, the next time he was actually in the studio seriously recording music was for Scorpion, two thousand eighteen, which is two years. I mean, you say that, I still felt like the thing is more like felt. I can imagine that some of the songs here would have been B sides. No, they're all they're all B sides. He did it so he could get off his Young Money deal. Did you say that? Yeah. He said that. Yeah, it's a playlist. He literally said, I'm going to take all those B-sides that mm. didn't make the Views album. I think maybe one or two. Maybe one or two in it. They would maybe just came through in the studio and put them out because it gives me another de- another album I can get off this Young Money deal. Mm. But even then, okay, cool. The next time we heard it was Scorpion, right? Again, I've said it before. I believe you probably said it as well. I wish mm-hmm. I could have heard this Scorpion album in a world where there wasn't the whole controversy at the time, him versus Push. I would love to hear what you had. I, I love the controversy more. Mm-hmm. I like the controversy, but I want to know what this album looks like before he's decided, oh no, I'm going to dedicate songs 1 to 10 to get back at Pusher T and Kanye West. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't, but I feel like, okay, cool. I would have, like that album there, it would have been nice to see, okay, this is the project he had planned. This was the concise Yeah. One through whatever, yeah, of what he had planned. He no, I agree. It, I, what, I completely before release. I completely agree. Like you gotta think, he started off that year with Diplomatic Community. I mean, mm. God's plan as well, but Diplomatic Community, which mm. I loved when it came out. He also started off that year with Look Alive with JB Blockboy, mm-hmm. and it looked like I said it. I remember walking. I was back in Kiel. I remember walking into my boy Tommy's accommodation, mm-hmm. and I said, "Yo, Drake might be back, bro." Mm. I said those words. They came out of my mouth. Documented. People were in the room, and I'll never dispute it. I said it. I said, yo, Drake might be back, bro. Because mm. with Diplomat Community, mm. God's plan, with a nice little hit, and then with this with this look at life, and the way he's talking, yo, Drake might be back, bro. And even then, I was still... Because he came on that daily... That duppy freestyle. Mm. I said, yo, Drake might be back, bro. Mm. Drake might be back. <laughs> and even with Nice For What, I was like, yo... Why do I have to be nice for yeah, yeah. like nice for what? Like I was for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then he went and did the album. But even in that changing the album two weeks before, uh-huh. that that suggests to me like 
artists are very guarded about that art. Uh-huh. I, I'm not an art, I'm not an artist. I'm mm-hmm. very guarded about the small, small lyrics I've written down in this phone right here, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, if you've gone to lengths, you've had studio time, you've been writing down, why would you change that for another man? Mm-hmm. I can tell. I can answer that. And that that suggests that even suggests like, because if you had an album, which could have been fantastic, mm-hmm. put that out. And then a week later, go and drop all these Lucy's that you've been able to record in two weeks to at Push, not at Pusha T, to at Kanye West. Mm. Go and do that. See? And he came back, the rest of that year, he was great. Because, was Astro World? What's this sort of him and... Oh, man. Oh, man. Come on. Like, sick come, come on. Oh, man. What you know what I'm saying? He was, he didn't, he was good. Like, he was great. But when it came to album time, mm. when it came to album time, fumble. Mm. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Again, like, what, Scorpio came out in 2018. So at this point, we have three years between his last album and the album that's supposed to be coming out now. But that album would have been coming out last year, if not for COVID, don't forget that. It would have been, but that just means he has more time to work on it, which is never a bad thing. Mm, maybe. Never a bad thing. And then what? If I'm assuming that Dark Lane demo tapes is probably songs that didn't make the cut, which yeah, that's the one with two slides on it, man. And if that didn't make the cut, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> what was he thinking? I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could. Have, man, that's fact, I do know what he was thinking. I know exactly what he was thinking. And that's the issue. <laughs> like you are Drake. <laughs> you don't need to, to do this. I was trying to get popular on TikTok. Like, you don't need to do this. You you were popular on Vine. <laughs> yeah. You are you, bro. You said it when that Bryson Tiller album and that song dropped. Mm. You will not go anywhere without seeing the Instagram models playing that song. Yep. And where the next day, yep. I showed you random Instagram model playing mm-hmm. that song. Mm-hmm. You are Trey. Niggas quote you. You said I got so many chains they call me Chaining Taylor. <laughs> Every single time someone I know who's gotten a chain, that's been their quote. <laughs> Chaining Taylor immediately. You do not need to try and be TikTok. What? Mm. You're Drake. Mm. That's the issue. And I think it goes back to what I was even... I was going to say earlier, but it's very much a case of it started to like Drake chases sound. Exactly. That, but that's exactly what... That's why when, I, when you said earlier that, you know, he moved and changed his sound ahead of mm-hmm. time, I was like, no, it feels like he chases. He feels mm-hmm. like he looks at where music may be going and he is talented enough to do well in that lane mm-hmm. and that he's, he's able to fit. Control is a real good song. Mm-hmm. Controller ain't the best dance hall vibe song of all time. Yes. Definitely. One Dance is a really, really, I love One Dance. Mm-hmm. It's not the best Afrobeats, the clash vibe of that Sam. sound. Is he really? Bro, Redacted, who we will not mention on this mm. podcast, his controller might have been better than Drake's. Oh, yeah, no, it probably, it was. It was. It was Do you better. see what I'm saying? It was way better. Do you see what I'm saying? Crazy. Even that whole time when that Redacted came out on his run uh-huh. and he was doing his chicks tapes, mm. now you guys should know. When he was doing his chick tapes, those were better R and B rap vibes yeah. than any. Yeah, no big fact. Um, I think the one, the one that stands out the most to me, and I think it's probably the most egregious, is what he did with Hotline Bling. Mm, why? Because I think Drum should have snuffed him. Oh yeah. Oh. I think Drum should have really snuffed. I don't think it was fair what he did. Oh no, Drum should have snuffed him. Drum should still snuff him. Fam, Chow Chow was moving. Moving. And then this came out and. I didn't hear Yeah, drum should snuff him. Drum should snuff him. Egregious. And he didn't even use the sound moving No, up. he didn't even use it well. 
Yeah, drum shit's not Cha-Cha is a... V- I like to cha-cha. Bro, it's... Uh, the music is... I did you used to call me. I'm like... Bro, he thought... He actually, like, there's no one... And he did a whole deep. video for that, too. And it was a big video, because it was like, oh, this is the one that Apple got behind, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Because they had the proof of concept. It just wasn't from him. Wow. And then, obviously, there was that... Com- Rest in peace, Triple X. There was that controversy mm. with stealing um, Look at Me from Triple X, too. Yep. Yep, he had some crazy controversies, and he had the black. He's a culture vulture. Damn, damn, that's a that's a harsh one. <laughs> I'm a fan though. I'm still a fan. Don't get it twisted. Everything I've said is because I'm hurt as a mm. fan that you're not giving me the music up. This mm. is the same guy who said the Fresh Prince just had dinner with Tatiana. No lie, mm. all these nineties fantasies on my mind. Differences were met their mind. They all come through in due time. time. And you oh, gotta remember, man. he said that. A week after, pictures came out of him going on a date with Tatiana, Tatiana M. Ali, who was Ashley Banks in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm. So he would have been a kid in the 90s watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air saying, man, she's beautiful. Mm. And then he'd later then take her on a date. Mm. So all those 90s fantasies came to his mind. This is the same guy who on All Me once said, I even fucked the girl that used to babysit, but that was years later on some crazy shit. Mm. So he's even making his childhood dreams come a reality, which is crazy because mm. no one could have foreseen that he would be able to do this type of shit. So why, oh why, the fuck <laughs> did you make Tootsie slide? Was it right foot up, left foot slide? It doesn't make sense. It's not even good. It's not even good. Bro, listen, this is what the, this is what you don't get. When Nice For What came out, mm-hmm. niggas did a whole challenge. Mm. So organic. Shout out Shiggy. It was beautiful. It was even for Nice For What. It was for... It was in my feelings. In Jesus, my feelings, thank yeah. you. It was in, when In My Feelings came out. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. Took the songs a whole new... Niggas will do it for you. Mm. And you want to make it right foot up, left foot slide? Mm. Are you that... Is it that easy to pimp you out to the master? Mm. Whoa. <laughs> You don't need white man paperwork. I'm coming different in 2021. 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 Yeah, can't try to get us cancelled before we start running. Bring back some comedy after. Let them. Man, I think you bring up good points, sir. You bring up very good points. I don't think he needs a lot of the songs that he comes out with these days. I don't think he needs them. And I, I don't know why he hasn't realised it himself. Like, if he just makes an album, which I'm hoping this next one is, but I don't think it will be, because it's shown over the last three albums what he's on. But if he does an album that's very much tailored towards making music that he's good at, that he's the best at, because Drake has a pocket that he's honestly, if he stays in that pocket, no one's beating him. Let me tell you why I don't think, I can already believe that Sci-Fi Lover Boy isn't going to be that. Mm-hmm. Because the lead single is Laugh Now, Cry Later. Mm-hmm. You think that's a good song. You like mm-hmm. it. I don't think it's bad. It's cool. Lil Dark is beloved. Mm-hmm. right? Lil Dark is beloved by a lot of people. Some people say he was probably the rapper of the year in 2020. Had a great year. Mm-hmm. Is Lil Dark in Drake's class? No. Would you say that Take Care is one of Drake's best albums? Yeah. You would, right? Let me tell you the features on Take Care. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell you the feature? Just on Take Care. Mm-hmm. This is it. The Weeknd. Yeah. Is he in Drake's class? Yeah. Rihanna? Yeah. Is she, is he in, Drake, she mm-hmm. in Drake's class? Definitely. How about Kendrick Lamar? 100%. How about Birdman? Yeah. How about Nicki Minaj? Yeah. 
Yeah. How about Rick Ross? Of course. What about Lil Wayne? Yes. What about Andre 3000? Yes. What about Lil Wayne again? Yes. And what about Lil Wayne for a third yes. time? Do you see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Look at who you're playing with mm. compared to who you're now playing with. Mm. And you're not doing it in a sense of, I'm going to just give this guy some shine. Mm-hmm. No, you're doing this to promote your, like to promote yourself as if you need it to stay relevant. Mm. Dark fans are not checking for you, Drake. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Ba- little Baby's fans are not... It's a different fan base. It's mm. a different group of people. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? They're not checking for you. If Jay-Z hops on a single with Lil Baby, it'll be a nice little feature. It'll be great to see two generations come together. It'll be beautiful. Yeah. I'm not seeing it as, ooh, I'm cut... Like, Jay-Z is adding something. Baby's adding something to Jay-Z. Like, mm-hmm. But that's how it seems Drake feels like he needs to do because he's consistently doing these features. Mm. Like, bro, stay in your bag. Go go play with the people who, who are in your lane. Go and when Cole when Cole said I'm gonna when Cole said mm-hmm. um no problem, I'm hopping on everyone's album, you know what the outcome will be. Mm-hmm. Look at the albums he hopped on. Mm-hmm. Royce, yeah. Rhapsody, yeah, like Jeezy. Like look at the people who he was going to say I'm gonna go rap with. And then ended up culminated off with that beautiful a lot feature on Twenty One Savage got got him a Grammy. Mm. He wasn't he wasn't out there playing with he did that when he wanted to go out there and play with Lit. He said, I'll do it in a way that you guys can all get your shine and Revenge of the Dreamers through. Mm. Go and listen to Cordette. Mm. JID, go, go show these niggas your pen. Boss, go show these niggas your pen. Afghan, show these niggas your pen. Luke, the baby, come show these niggas your pen. Mm. Mm. There's, a way to, there's a way to do this thing. There is a way to do this thing. Drake, doesn't, Drake goes about it in a way where it feels like I'm going to culture vulge. I'm going to, wherever hip hop is, I'm going to say, hey, I'm here. You don't need to be at every party, bro. Stay at home. Go play with your son. <laughs> I'm gonna take a back seat, man. He swears his push your tea. Well, you want to get him push your tea? Yo, Daytona. <laughs> yeah, These are the games we play. Listen, where were you when Big Meech brought the tiger? Let me stop, man. I think um it's telling, man. It's very telling. And this next album, for me, this is the one that's gonna be do or die. Okay. If we're talking about albums though. Mm-hmm. Take me through the past album. Right, okay. Drake's catalogue. Drake has yeah. a big catalogue of albums and projects. Yeah. Day and back. Day and right? back. Talk to me. Talk to me. I want to rank it. Just like we did for Wale. When we were oh, in yeah. here and we did the podcast about nothing, you can find that. Um, or you can find that wherever you listen to Stubborn Nigerians podcast, yeah, whether it's Anchor, yes, whether it's Spotify, yes, whether it's Apple Podcasts, yes, whether it's Overcast, yes, whether it's Google yes, Podcasts. Sir. We're about. Go listen to um, the podcast about nothing. Yep. We did a little ranking of Wale. Shout mm-hmm. out Wale, the third stubborn Nigerian. He just doesn't know yet. <laughs> I want I want to hear how you view. Mm. Do you see how I did that? Because mm. views. Mm. Man. Guys, this is bad. Talk to me. Man, I, if I'm ranking these albums, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not. It starts off easy, though. It does start off easy. You going to best to worst or worst to best? I think worst to best makes okay. sense. Um, the album I'll have to start off with, it will call it an album, Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Okay. Um, it's a weak album, if it's an album. I'm not really, if we're counting it as an album, let's call it Project. It's a weak project. It didn't really inspire me to listen to it more than twice. Mm. There's probably three songs on there that I like really, really like. Yeah. Which would be what? Chicago Freestyle. Mainly because of what Gibeon does on that. Um, Pain, 1993. Just for that Kawhi Leonard bar. Because it brings back amazing memories. 
when I shoot my shadow, the Kawhi way is going in. I love it. I love it. And then the first one will be Demons featuring Fabio and Sosa. Fabi, Sosa. Just because of what Fabio does in that song. Crazy. Crazy. Um, but as for the rest of it, it's very forgettable, which is crazy because when you're talking about Drake, that shouldn't be a word that you can even think about using. Forgettable should not be on the tip of your tongue. Coming off of last, so just second to last, for me, would have to be views. Now, we did we did a poll on um, Instagram mm-hmm. for the people who don't follow our Instagram. Yeah. I'm gonna tell it to you again. Yeah. So maybe you missed it the first. Maybe time. they did. Maybe Even though we said it twice. They caught up late. They caught up late. Come on, man. Yeah. You skipped a little bit. Yeah, That's they fine. skipped ahead. It's fine. Listen, you can follow us on Instagram at two underscore stubborn underscore Nigerian. Mm-hmm. On that Instagram page, we did polls, and a lot of people told me that views beat another album that I'll get into later. To all those people who said that, you're bugging, you're incorrect, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go to you in. I was going to go in, but Paul told me to hold back so yeah, I held yeah, back. Yeah. Um, this album for me, uh, I don't know what it was about it. It was, it never really, there's only like two songs on here that passed the line of, oh, this is really, really good. Every other song was cool at best. A man said, why you want to fight with me at Cheesecake? You Ridiculous. know I like to go there. No need. And this is the thing is, you're right. I have friends who um, I went to the Views tour, right? Because yeah. it's Drake. Mm-hmm. And they're always quick to remind me when I tell them that I hate this album. Mm-hmm. They're quick to remind me, like, yo, you went to the tour. You literally, I saw you singing along to all the songs. Yeah, because... That doesn't mean anything. Fam, one, I enjoyed the songs. I, I, I know every word mm. to every single song off this album. Mm. And you know why? Why? Because I worked in retail in 2016. <laughs> Oh man, that doesn't mean anything. So when yeah, when when um when pop style comes on, mm-hmm. or when Western Road flows comes on, or when Redemption comes, yeah, I know every single word. Mm-hmm. When Nine comes on, I do know the fact he said turn the six upside down. It's a Nine now, yeah, because yeah. I had to listen to it mm-hmm. for eight hours a day for <laughs> seven weeks. See, I can't even say to say because obviously at that time I wasn't when I was working. I wasn't. But the reason that I do know all these songs, one, I said it earlier, I had convinced myself for a week that I liked this album because I wanted so desperately to like this album. Mm-hmm. Because as I said, Drake was in my top three. I didn't want Drake to come out of my top three. Yeah. Um, but it's literally just a case of if you if you release any of these songs by themselves, I think they're a lot better than what they are on the album. Yeah. Like Western Road flows. I love that song. I really, really do love that song. But coming off of hype and following the following song is Redemption, it feels kind of out of place to me. Which is why it's one of the weaker ones for me. But I digress. You know, that's just one of them. We get into the next song on my list. Next album. The next album, should I say, yeah. Scorpion. Mm. Um, you know, I won't dwell too much on this one. We've spoken about it already. I would have loved to hear it Without the controversy. Yeah, me too. But, you know, the controversy was there. And the controversy made the album what it is. It had a few standouts on there for me. But overall, it was um, kind of forgettable. It didn't really stand the test of time for me. Yeah. Then we get into More Life. I actually really... I enjoyed More Life. I think from More Life is where we start getting into the projects that I didn't actually mind too much. And I can go back and listen to. Um... More Life, when it came out, was a lot bigger to me than it is today. 
it didn't age as well as I thought it would, but it is still enjoyable. It has a few songs on there that I really, really like, especially the outro of More Life, which is um, Do Not Disturb, which mm-hmm. I love. I love that song so much. It's, it's one of my favourite Drake songs, like Point Blank, period. It has a lot of songs on there that I really enjoy. Um, but it wasn't as good as the next album on my list, which has to be So Far Gone. Mm. Now, So Far Gone, this is where we really start talking about Drake when Drake was in his Drake bag. Mm. Like, there's not much I can... There's no criticisms for this one. That's the thing. Like, after we get past more life, there's no more criticism. That's facts. Because everything else just lived. And it lived at the moment when it dropped to this moment where what we're years after the fact and I can still go back and listen to it and enjoy it as if it just came out. Um, amazing project. I have nothing bad to say about this. What would be my standout success? Oh my God, this one has successful on it. And Paul, you know, I don't have to tell you of all people what successful did to us. Were it not? Let's try some of them. Yeah, man. Man. Best I ever had is on here. Huh. Paul, we're talking about classics. This is up there. Yeah. This is some people's favourite. But it's not mine, because after this one comes If You're Reading This Is Too Late. Okay. Now, If You're Reading This Is Too Late, bam, that album, what that album, the thing is, it's funny, actually. The first time I heard this album, I didn't like it. I didn't like it for a while, actually. Really? I didn't like it for a while because there was a lot of songs that it took me a minute to un- not understand, but especially coming off of Nothing Was The Same, it took me a while to be like, okay, no, I like this album. It was like, it took me about a month in total. But once certain songs started hitting for me, I was like, no, okay, this is this is amazing. I like where it's taking it, actually. And again, like, that journey started of me liking it and it hasn't changed since, to today. Mm. To this day, like, it's just crazy. Every the fact that he literally said, okay, cool, I'm going to give Creech for Party Next Door to just do by himself, and then Wednesday night interview will go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, ugh. again, I don't, I, can't, I don't have enough good things to say about if you're reading this, is too late. It's an amazing project. Um, Company, oh, man. Company featuring Travis Scott, where he just lets Travis Scott go crazy again. Again, let me just, I'll move on to the next one, because after that, we'll have to be thank me later. Mm. Now listen, I said that the people decided that uh, what's called um, views views were better than the album. They decided it was better than Thank Me Later, which again I have to say you're wrong, you're incorrect. Listen, you're kind of scumped for that. No, you're like, stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> you guys are moving mad. You're moving insane. It might be the last time I asked you guys for an opinion. Absolutely ludicrous. So incorrect. It's ludicrous. <laughs> Yo, shout out Luda. Oh man, man, what artist? But that is not his episode today. Later. Yeah. Um, but what Drake did with this album, to start off with Fireworks, to have Over on here, which I've already told you guys is one of my favourite Drake songs, mm-hmm. to have Light Up on here featuring mm-hmm. Jay-Z, to have Miss Me featuring Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Man, this, oh, this there album are, There are different. really people in the world who think Tanda Six Outside Down is a nine now is better than Miss Me. It's crazy. It's crazy. Tag Me Later has hits that yeah. have lasted over 10 years. Bro, they think Controller is better than Light Up. If you look at the... If you if you actually go back and listen to the jewels that Jay-Z drops on Light Up, that shit literally happened to Drake's career. Mm. Mm. He said, and if you pull her talking with the women that are fucking you, just know that she's going to tell another nigga when she's done with you. Man. How did Pusha T find out about Drake's Man. baby? From mm. 40, pull talking to a girl that he would... Come on. 
Dre told you in 09. Come on, man. Come on, man. He actually predicted it. He predicted it verbatim. And he didn't, he didn't put in count and he didn't just in case. at all. Mm. Forty just out there running his back. Mm. Yeah, nah, I made views, but really, Drake made mm. a baby. <laughs> That's how that combo went for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's so crazy to me that people said that um, views was better than. That's insane. Because you have to look back at views. What song off of views lives till today as a hit? That's insane. That you can play off views and people go crazy. You can't. There's no. Real songs, except for maybe Western Road Flows, but even then, that's just for me, even myself, when I'm in my room. Um, but you know, again, I won't digress. We've been on here for a minute, so I have to get into my final few, final three, should I say? No, final two, final two. Um, Take Care, my second favorite Drake album, <laughs> classic in every single sense of the word. Um, it just gets better. Every time you hear it, there's just so many songs on here that it's mm-hmm. like, wow, I can't believe that these were songs that he was making in 2011. Mm-hmm. But he has headlines on here going mm-hmm. crazy, which comes on after Shot For Me, on, which comes on after Over My Dead Body, Come on, <laughs> which comes on before True Love. Come on, man. <laughs> like, yo, that as your first four songs. Makes no sense. And then it's crazy because you say, okay, yeah, rest for a second. But he said, nah. Take care, featuring Rihanna. Take that, man. Yeah, and then, <laughs> as if that wasn't already crazy enough, he said Marvin's room. And then he says, "Yo, okay, let me give him buried alive, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Which is just Kendrick Lamar." Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, like suicide terrorist. Yeah, yo, like an infant whenever you are met. Yo, then he has to go crazy and let us know. Okay, now underground kids. Yes, yeah, that's that's why I am. And then he goes, "Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be we'll be absolutely fine." <laughs> and then you're maybe proud, Nikki. <laughs> yo, like one with the feature in the past. Yo. A little L2 Prime more good, it'll make the shit last. Ooh, this nigga wanna be Joe Budden so bad. That's a whole Joe Budden bar. <laughs> and then he was confused why Joe, Joe Budden's beeping. <laughs> yo, you stole my whole world. Flow, word for word, bar for bar. Man, this album is special, man. It's I I didn't even get into my favourite part of the album. Lord knows. Because Lord knows is right there. Cameras is right there. Good Ones Go is right there. Doing it wrong is right there. You ain't got to run and tell nobody. They They already already know. know. We've been living on a high. They We've been talking, talking on a low. No, it's cool. Oh, you heard it all before. That's why I asked you. I am me. Oh, my God. Niggas ain't ain't got it like that no more. Um, I'm sorry. I'm actually sorry. Cause that's a, and this is where you might be right in that has Drake fallen off because just talking about this, talk about this stretch of songs. Like, I'm like, this is legendary shit that we're talking like, about. I, right now. The content should be different today, mm-hmm. absolutely, but the ability should still be there. Yep. You yep. age with you age. You should be aging like fine wine. He's aging like spoiled milk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're going in. You're going in. <laughs> I told you. We're not playing about anymore, all right? All right? Yo, so I know some people out there saying, yo, so that was your second favourite drink? Of course. So what's your first favourite drink? What is your first favourite album? Nothing was the same. Man. Paul? Man. This album here, and the thing is that a lot of people, like you ask people what's Drake's classics, a lot of people don't put this in his classic conversation, yeah, which stupid. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at it. If you don't want to put in this classic conversation, you don't have to. Me, personally, is in his classic conversation because mm-hmm. this is his best album. Facts. Um, man. Paul. Man. I, 
Listen, Raheem, can you tell me how much time this nigga's spending on the intro? <laughs> oh my god. This nigga said how much time this nigga's spending on the intro. How this nigga working like he got a fucking swindle. Paul, Tuscan Lever as an intro. I just want to know where he got that bag from. <laughs> I just that's all I wanna know. The thing is, right? This is a his fam. Oh man, cause like the things I have to say about this album, because Pound Cake is here. Pound Cake, where he brought Jay Z again. Come through is here. All me. Where Big Sean said, "Yo," <laughs> Big Sean came on to, "Oh, shut the fuck up, Paul." He came on the track, "Ho, shut the fuck up," before he said anything else. Before he, bam, bam, something I guess overlooked. Two chains came on and said, Chief, Punk, Chief, Chief. Nick, God, God bless you. you. <laughs> <laughs> what? If having a bad bitch was a camera of being arrested. True. <laughs> but why do you have to say true after? Because <laughs> it's true. It's so true. And then one of my guys knows in it, like a lot of people, a lot of people like the song Motion. Oh my goodness. Um, shout out my guy Ken. Oh my goodness. And shout out all the people who we beat a jackpot using the signal of us singing just a chorus of the most. I guess that's yeah, just emotion. Oh, bam. Big. I don't have a fuck to give. I've been moving, moving state to state in my leather and my tears. Like in 1998. And my dog Chubby Chubb. That's my nigga from the way. Oh my god. Oh my god. This This album here. Listen, you cannot convince me that Drake has made a better album yeah. or will make a better album than this because this is as close to Drake perfection as I can imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine him. Like, as I said before, he found his pocket. Yeah. He stayed in his pocket. Yeah. And when Drake does this, no one's beating him in this bag. Yeah. Mm. But does, that's my Drake list. What about you? It wouldn't be too far off, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um. Scorpion would be my least favorite Drake album. Okay. That shit is ass. <laughs> that shit is that shit is a twenty five pack of ass. That shit is cheeks. You don't have standouts from it. No. Not one. Mm. Poor. The album didn't live at all. There was nothing to stand out. Yeah, but songs that you liked. No. Songs that impressed you. No, I wasn't impressed. I was actually. You got to remember. I had. I didn't have. I didn't have high hopes for the. I had high hopes for the album mm-hmm. because everything he had done that year gave me high hopes for the album. Mm-hmm. So for me to listen to this album and be sat there like this ain't it, this ain't it, mm. this still ain't it. And at no point for it to ever get out of second gear, mm-hmm. considering the fact that the last time I heard you was Duppy Freestyle, which I factually still to this day think is amazing. It's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. It's a great response to Infrared. Mm-hmm. Sensational. And then we didn't hear from you again after the story of Adidon because mm-hmm. the belief was we're going to hear from you on the album. Cool. And the most I, I really got from you is I wasn't mm-hmm. hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding my world from the kid. You can keep it. It's fine. <laughs> so it's not for me. Okay. Then I go Dark Lane demo tapes. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just B-sides. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a whole load of B-sides. Mm-hmm. Just throw it out there. So I don't, I don't hold him to it. Nothing stressful. Do like, love that song. Um, Chicago Freestyle. Give your... I mean, mm-hmm. for me, take Drake off it. I like that song, so it's cool. Yeah, and Fabi and Sosa, you're absolutely right. They mm-hmm. they should have been on that Fabi Sosa song should have been on a different tape to really yeah. give them the shine that they deserve. Yeah. Or just being released as a simple yeah. single. Viral. Like it would have been so much better. Just release it as a single single mm-hmm. on its own. Give those two if you really want to put them on, give them the shine through that. Don't mm-hmm. do it on this awful, awful tape. Mm-hmm. Um 
Then I got views. Okay. Then I got views. Um, I remember the first time listening to views. I was on a train coming back from Birmingham, where I lived, going to Kiel, where I went to uni. Um, make it make sense. It doesn't. Um, and I remember the whole time I was listening to it, I was just sat there. I was like, when can I stop listening to this so I can go back to listening to Chick's Tape? Mm. That was mm. my whole mentality the whole time. And mm. that was the day views came out. I was excited for it. I loved, I, I told you, I love One Dance. Yep. My jam. Controller. Ooh, I had Jay and Kanye meant to be on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm getting down it. I'm like, this ain't. <laughs> This ain't hitting like Jalissa's story. Like, <laughs> like, this ain't this ain't really it like that. This ain't it like say it. You mm. know what I'm saying? And then eventually as soon as this was done, I was just like, I mean, we'll try again later. And we mm. tried again. And we kept coming back. And it just mm. never really hit for me. Was never a fan. I people think I'm crazy all the time, but it just wasn't it for me. Mm. Um so I got views. After that I got more life. Um I hate more life. Yeah. I genuinely hate More Life. You've told me something. I've said it all the time. The only songs I like on More Life are songs either without Drake or mm-hmm. where Drake is not the standout. So my favourite songs on More Life are Get It Together because of Georgia Smith, mm-hmm. 4422, which doesn't have any Drake on it. It's yeah. just Sampha. Mm-hmm. Skepta's Interlude, which doesn't have any Drake on it. It's just mm-hmm. Skepta. I like Portland because Portland is what I believe Quaver and Travis Scott's tape was actually meant to be. I believe that song yeah. was for Tra- was for Quaver and Travis Scott's tape. Mm-hmm. Drake heard it, said, hey, let me take that. And then play, made a power play and mm-hmm. did that. Sacrifices, I mean, Young Thug had verse of the year off that song. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, gigs, KMT, and then Young Thug on Ice Mouse. Oh, man. Whenever, yeah, whenever I have to hear Drake's voice, I literally tune out on all of those songs. That's crazy. That's me. So what you did, I like, do not disturb at all. Not as much. I know a lot of people love it. Let me not say mm-hmm. it. Let me, a lot of people love it. I don't like it as much as other people do. Okay. I'll, I'll cut Drake some slack. Fake clubs was my shit. That was oh, my shit. Man. When that came out. Oh my! I got fake people showing fake love. So, if hey. I should, if I should speak on somebody. Ooh, ooh bam, bam. <laughs> There are some of you who are listening to this right now. Ooh. Wee. Okay, let me not. There is a, Drake, you're prophetic for that one, bro. Because <laughs> there are some people who are listening to my words right now. Oof. And the amount of fake love they be showing. Oof. And they're thinking I'll peep it. Bam. This one, this podcast, it really opened my eyes to some of the fake people out there. Sure, sure. But, but hey, I'm trying to keep my peace. It's 2021. I need to keep my peace. Bro, if not, I need to keep my peace. Mm. Well, mm. find peace of mine. Hmm. So yeah, I got more life. But those are... That's when we get to the point of the albums, which I hate, right? right after okay. that, if, after that, I'm cool with everything else. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like you. Then I go so far gone. Yeah. So far gone. Um, like you said, it's classic. What, mm. Whether you count it as a mixtape, count it as an album, it's it's a rapper in his early beginnings finding his way. Mm. And he's alongside some greats, Bumbies on here, Lil Wayne, Omarion, Lloyd. And like you said, successful's on here. Mm-hmm. Best I ever had is on here. Man. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas Man. is on here. Lust for Life kicks mm. this shit off. He did his thing. It was great to see a rapper in his beginnings coming into his own, having a age. Yeah. It's beautiful. I then go, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yep. At the time when this came out, I liked it. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I really only liked like, the first half. Mm-hmm. Right up until... Yeah, right up until Preach. Mm-hmm. I liked Preach, and then from Wednesday night into Down, I wasn't really a huge fan. As time's gone on, I've sort of switched, and I found myself listening to everything from Preach Down more than I listen to everything from Preach Up. 
um, which probably shows the growth. Like, I don't, yeah. re- I don't really be running around the six with my wallets for all. real, for real. I really be at home quarantine. It's tier four. Do you know what I'm saying? I'll be looking, I'll be looking at my mum like, yo, you and the six raised me right. Your shit saved my life because. You know what I'm saying? Oh I be, dude. I be, I've got you know, Carl Kuzma off the bench. That's my six man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I still, I really don't like the fact that now that I've heard her's version of it, I really uh-huh. hate the jungle that's on it. By the way, do you know what's so funny? I, I don't know which version I like more. Oh, that's disgusting! Don't disrespect her like that on this podcast. I love her's version, but I also love Drake's version. <laughs> I can't lie. We're not getting into this, man. We're not getting into that. I love there's no her, there's no her slander which will be tolerated on my podcast. There's no slander happening. Next, I got thank me later, mm-hmm. and I agree with everything that Keck said earlier. Any of you who were saying the views is better than this album, you are absolutely insane. Mm. You are absolutely insane. You should put down that hashish and go and repent. Yep. You should put down that reefer and go and repent. Mm-hmm. You should, Quickly. bro. You should put down that crack because you saw what it mm. did to Mel's. Mm. Some of you ain't. Some of you still ain't watch season three. It's not mm. After I said it like ten minutes ago, crazy. You didn't stop. Crazy. You should have paused. You should have paused your watch. <laughs> it's BBC bro, Africa. couple couple men got put in in packs. Oh my god, Paul. Frankly, Frankly said, "I don't give a damn about the way another nigga talk." What? I built this shit, <laughs> me, by myself. Then he just stopped. Let's drive, motherfucker. <laughs> I said, yo, I said, breakfast is sane. And this one, UK. Yo, sorry, Damien is just... Then I'm like you. Mm-hmm. Take care of it too. Nothing yeah. was the same as one. Nothing was the same has, like, everything you said is true. For me, it has even deeper meaning because, like, for me, that was a point where Trace career, nothing was the same. Mm. To me, that's the exact moment where like, I think it's prophetic. I think he was saying that because, yo, nothing's going to be the same after this album. Mm. He knew what he was going to be able to drop. And then after that, he knew I'm going to go a completely different way with my career. The music I'm giving you isn't going to be this level. It's not going to be the same. I'm going somewhere else with it. And he went somewhere else with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we never really had him in that pocket consistently again. His, I don't think he's had a better rap performance since Tuscan Leather. Than yeah. yeah, since Tuscan Leather, mm-hmm. then Tuscan Leather. Like, I, I, he, the, he was absolutely sensational on that. From time with Janae is on there. Mm. Own it's on there, man. Own it's on there. Like, worst behaviour. 305 to my city. The language. Like, he... He was in his bag. And, you know, like you said, take care. Take care is take care. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute classic. It was a classic from the moment it came out. It's a classic from before it came out. Because when Headlines is your yeah. lead-off single, yeah. and you have the video where you've got mm-hmm. the night gloves on, and you're just working around, like, this, mm-hmm. like, run-down buildings in Toronto. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you knew what you were doing. And in between those two albums, mm-hmm. you hop on college shit oh, and you do I'm on one. Man. And you do no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. no. Hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are some new friends I took on. I shouldn't have taken them on. Man, man. I didn't listen to him. I don't know why. I don't know why. He said it. Because even after that, he said, oh, oh. Bro. Fam. <laughs> You, you don't understand. You weren't in Wyvern. You don't know mm. how many... Like, fam, mm. English classes, yeah? Mm. I can't remember what the presentation was I was doing in English. Mm. I got an A. Yeah. In that presentation, yeah. I sung Trust Issues. <laughs> no word of a lie. We can call Josh Bowie right now. He will verify everything I'm saying. Verify everything I'm saying. I was oh quoting Trust... Day. I sung Trust Issues with Batum and I got an A in an English presentation. Yo. Make it make sense. 
I think there was literally a stretch where every single day after school finish, it would be me, Joab, Pans, Hensley on the bus. Mm-hmm. Playing just Drake out song yeah, every single to. day. You had to. Fam, God, let anyone look at us any type of way. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Trust issues. I have trust issues. Still to this day. Fam, so many. And they just keep on building up. They keep building up for different reasons. It's cool. <laughs> and then, yeah. But like I said, man, nothing was the same. I think it's his best album. Mm. Like, I, I just think it's sensational the whole way through. It introduced... It was one of the albums that helped introduce me to Sampa, mm. which I'm really glad about. Pound Cake. Man. Man. We're talking about what he's done. That sample, just the way they chopped it and screwed it, even the intro, good God almighty. <laughs> I don't have a bullshit. It's here today. And it's gone, it's tomorrow. gone tomorrow. All them other podcasts, they're here today. And gone, gone tomorrow. tomorrow. But we here. <laughs> we up. We still going. We cooking. <laughs> That's all we do. And then they told me that was Ellie Golden Come the on. whole time. Yeah. How was I to know? You didn't know. How was I to oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah. That's for me. So if we leave, if we're leaving this this straight topic, because we do have to leave. Mm. Where, what's what straight standing in hip hop for you? For me, all time, all time. And I'm not talking about ranking. Just like where, what's his what's his legacy? His legacy for me, as it stands, yeah. He's still. I said it like to begin. He's still gonna go down as one of the greats, mm-hmm. regardless. If for nothing else. He is still the man who gave us so far gone, thank me later, take care, nothing was the same mm-hmm. for elite projects. Um, I think he has to be remembered for that alone, but on top of that, he has his accolades, what he's been, what he's managed to accomplish numbers wise, mm-hmm. also deserves some respect. Um, now, could he be better at the end? Can he get better moving forward? Yes, I hope he does. Am I happy where he is now? No. However, regardless of all that, you know, we said it for Trey Songs. There's certain people who don't really have to prove themselves anymore. Facts. Shout and trigger. <laughs> what Drake has accomplished, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to prove himself to us anymore. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice if he does. It would be really nice, wouldn't it? It would be so nice. Just prove, just just hear everything I say, then say it. Let me prove this nigga wrong. Let me mm. shut this nigga the fuck up. Mm. I'd love it. That's all mm. I really want. I want to be, sh- I want it to, I want to be proved wrong so bad. Yep, yep. I would love for him to just come give us an album that the first time we hear it, we say, okay, yeah, this is the one to be. I hope he does. Certified love boy. I'm holding out hope. I hold out hope. I'm holding out hope. What about you? Um, I think. So our generation, Drake's going to go down as a legend. I think he already is a legend. I think it's undisputed. Um, I think as you get into like the wider range of hip-hop and people of different generations, that then it might get a bit more contentious. Um, I think the fact that you know we're still, in some people's eyes, they're still debating whether Take Care is a classic hip-hop album or not mm. is a problem. Um, I don't think that should be the case. Be you know what I'm saying? But I don't think like there should even be room to do that. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like I think it's a classic hip hop album. I know you do, mm-hmm. but like I don't think there should even be the fact that there's room for people to do that. And mm. like people like you know it's fine. Yeah, you can have that debate. Like I would say this, but yeah, I get why you say it isn't. Is like disappointing. Mm. Um, and the fact that you've never then had an album to follow up to 
that just categorically stops any of that talk. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. similar to Ty Dolla Sign. Like, I will one day say that Free TC is a classic. Yeah. But there'll be people who say, mm, well, I know, I know he can go better. And the mm-hmm. fact that we can even have that debate is just disappointing as an artist. It's a suggestion in this area reach your potential. Um, what he's done in hip hop is undisputed. It's mm-hmm. undisputed. Like, I don't know who it's going to be, but I know Drake is going to hop on someone's feature. It's going to come out real soon at some point this new year. And it's probably going to be one of the best features of the year already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. in all the shit I've spoken, mm. and Drake was my number two listen to artist in 2020. Mm. Like, because he, when he hops on features, he hops on features. You know what I'm saying? Like, he comes for real. He comes with blood. He comes for smoke. And he's different with it. Mm. He's eclectic. He did curate a sound of hip-hop which stays he helped change it the way in which he he was emotive in hip-hop in a time where you know a lot of people weren't doing that it was beginning to bubble like i said after kanye west 808 and heartbreak mm-hmm. but for the most part we weren't at that stage yet for him to come out do it and do it so successfully well if you, you have the writing credits that you have, that's something that doesn't get spoken about enough with Drake. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had the controversy with Meek, where Meek's like, this nigga don't even write his own songs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't him running around the six with the woes, it was Quentin. <laughs> that's true. But the songs that Drake has written, by yeah. other people, mm-hmm. this nigga said, Louis Pouch across my body, this is not for fashion. Right. This is not no playground, ain't no fist fights, bitch. I'm blasting. Mm-hmm. For his nigga that was in prison. Mm-hmm. So that when he came out, he would have a number one. This nigga... This nigga helped write Unthinkable for Alicia Keys. Right. This nigga wrote R.I.P. to the girl you used to sing. Her days are over. His, his writing credits are serious. He's a great artist. He's a legendary artist. I'm a huge, huge fan. And everything I've said on this podcast, which may have sounded negative, Comes mm. from a place of a disgruntled fan. That's me. <laughs> That's me. It's constructive criticism. This nigga went in. Like, I was picking up back. It's constructive criticism. But that would be me. And, you know, to show you how much I want to play my favorite Drake song. Mm. Um, or what I believe is his best song. Okay. When Drake looks at a clock. Mm. And figures out what time it is. Mm-hmm. And then looks at his phone mm-hmm. and figures out what city he's in. Mm-hmm. And puts that to be the title. It's going crazy. It's going crazy. It's going crazy. I'm just going to play it. Mm. To wrap up this little Drake. It's not even little. It's a long shit. Mm. To wrap up this Drake conversation. Mm. This is 5am in Toronto. Mm. Oh, you underestimated greatly Most number ones ever How long did it really take me? The part I love most is they need me more than they hate me So they never take shots I got everybody on safety I can load every gun with bullets that fire backwards You probably wouldn't lose a single rapper Niggas make threats, can't hear them over the laughter Yeah, That's cause I'm headed to the bank, nigga Sinatra lifestyle, I'm just being frank with ya I mean, where you think she at when she ain't with ya? Wildin' Doing shit that's way out of your budget Owl sweaters inside a luggage, you gotta love it Damn, this shit could go on a tape Bitches loving my drive, I never give it a break Get these niggas the look, the verse and even the hook That's why every song sound like Drake featuring Drake Every bougie event I attend, I tell them this Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yeah, uh-huh, yeah Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Yo, 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 look, look Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black Smack about two racks on handmade do racks Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college
Assume <sighs> me I'm room for everybody that's black. My soul. Sue me I'm room for everybody that's black. And now I know. Sue me I'm room for soul. everybody that's black. I ain't gonna let go. I need you to know. Man. You made it. Man. That's what I need you to know. Man. I need you to know and understand you made it. Mm. Through the trials and tribulations you made it. Mm. Through waking up every morning to see another black woman be abused, assaulted, murdered. Mm. You made it. Waking up and seeing one go missing, another go missing, as the rapper known as No Name so eloquently put. You made it mm. through waking up and seeing black death and black bodies and black trauma in a way that personally I hadn't experienced in my own lifetime. Mm-hmm. You made it. It doesn't feel like a victory right now. Mm. It feels really hollow. Um, it feels really shallow. It feels like we're fighting a never-ending battle, mm-hmm. but we're gonna get there. Yeah. Um, each each breath that we as black people take is a slap in the face of those who would try and end us. Mm. Each step that we take is a step towards the day of black liberation. Mm. It's a day towards a state. It's a step towards a day of black freedom. Mm. It's a step towards a day that we don't have to worry. We don't have to say, I don't know if I can go on this holiday because of the culture of this country. Mm. We're going to get there. Mm. We're going to get there by hell or high water. Yes, and yes, so. I am the hell. And, and the high, the high water. water. <laughs> Man. Sean, none of these niggas got anything uh, on Shonda Rhimes. Uh, when Shonda Rhimes decides, all right, let me... Let me, let me, me, let me when Shonda Rhimes decides, let me remind you guys I'm the best rapper on the planet. Man. Man. Like, it's Harry and Hope. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what's the best thing with Shonda Rhimes? Don't have to. You're getting bodied. You're getting bodied. <laughs> I don't think you understand. <laughs> this last week, Paul, yeah. I've been wanting someone in my house to try to tell me like, Alright, we're drooling. We're drooling <laughs> at door. You will meet me at dawn. And sir, I will have to inquire that you meet me outside at dawn at the earliest yeah. time. Yo, I'm using such formal language in my house. For real. Cause... No, in all seriousness, man, 2020 was a tumultuous one. Mm. It was a whirlwind. It mm. was a hurricane. Insert natural disaster here. Man. But you made it. Honestly. We made it. And you know what, yeah. Because as you said, like, to a lot of people, it's not going to seem like a victory because, yeah, you made it for other years. A lot of people didn't... A lot of people who saw the beginning of 2020 no. didn't see the end of 2020. No. As sad as it is to say. Mm-hmm. You know, people we know, people yeah. I'm sure you guys know. Yeah. As I said earlier, this year, what last year, was yeah. defined by loss. So for you to make it out, you're one of the, one of the few who managed to. Celebrate it through all the stresses, all the trials, all the emotions. Make mm-hmm. sure you just celebrate your own life, your own mm-hmm. existence. You're a fabulous person, whoever you are, and you know, just find whatever brings you peace, brings you happiness, and and experience that as much as you possibly can. And that's really all we have to say. We root and we shout out every single one of you in your personal lives and your professional endeavors. Some of you are going to be starting businesses mm. this year and they're going to pop up and be successful. Mm. Some of you have already started businesses this last year and boy, are they popping up and they being successful. Mm-hmm. Some of you are well-established. Some of you are just getting your foot in the door. Some of you are already experiencing that generational wealth that Hope said mm-hmm. was the key. Share it with me. Yes, sir. Share it with Honestly. us. We have a Patreon. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We will one. set one up Why so swiftly. We, <laughs> we will set one up so swiftly. Yo, we I take cash We take cash donations in any form. Like, <laughs> bro, we bro, oh, we eat before please. every pod. Like, £10 <laughs> would go a long-ass way. 
For real, for real. Oh um, my so no, shout out to each and every single one of you. Mm. Sue me. I'm rooting for everybody. That's black. My daughter missing me, nigga. The whip is bullet repellent, but they gon' kill me with tax. Niggas really on clout, they ain't checking for stats. Who a decade or better give niggas decade of rap? Respect is in order, hate me better, do it loud. Ooh, for everybody black. Haters say that's crazy. Wow. Alright, we've once again come to that time mm. in the podcasting extravaganza is a two-star Nigerians where we go into our bags, mm. into our noggins. Mm. Into our backpacks, mm-hmm. into our go yards, mm-hmm. into our Fendi's, yes, sir. into our Birkins. Of course. Shout out, sweetie. <laughs> um, and <laughs> give you recommendations. Um, we, we, we decide what we feel you at home should and need to hit. Mm. I'm going to toss it over to the guy who gave you the look, the verse, yes, and even the hook. That's mm-hmm. why every pod sounds like Kex featuring Kex mm-hmm. to tell you what you should be looking out for. Man, listen, man. Um, it was a few, what? Not even a few, it was a lot of episodes ago, episode two, where I came here and I told you guys that me, I love Chloe Carly. Um, I love them so much. You know, people who know me know that the second I get the chance to shoot my shot at Chloe, Bailey, I'm shooting it quickly. Might have to cut that shot. That's shit. I took wet like a book. <laughs> Landing. Headshots, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> but nah, um, they're really, really talented. And a group that I've been say, seeing get a lot of comparisons to them, um, just for the fact that it's another duo, yeah. a girl duo, yeah. um, who again are beautiful singers, beautiful voices, is a group known by the name of Van Jess. Yeah. Um, now, I went and did my research and listened to their album, mm-hmm. um, but more so their, new, their most recent song, which is called Slow Down, which is my recommendation for this week. And man, it did not disappoint. Beautiful. Beautiful, very strong voices from the both of them, very soulful. Um, I'd recommend it to anyone, especially if you're trying to catch a vibe this yeah. early 2021. Yeah. Um, but that's my recommendation for the week. Paul, what's your recommendation for the week? Uh man, it's not my recommendation for the week, really. Mm. My recommendation for the year. Mm. The year 2021. Mm. This woman is due to blow. Okay. Green tea pen. Mm. I'm gonna repeat it again because I know some of you saying, who? Mm. Wait, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Green T Peng, spelled just how it sounds. Okay. There's a space between the T and the Peng. Mm. Green T is all one word. Brav, Green T Peng, um, UK artist vibe, just vibrations. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a specific song, I'd say look at Downers. I think that's our biggest hit to date. Um, does has done real good numbers out here in the UK. I recommend it to everyone. You know, our people out of Singapore, I think I think you need the green tea pang in your life. Mm. I know my people in Colorado, mm. I know they've I know they're waiting for it. Minnesota. Mm. You know what it is. Um, Ohio, mm. Colin Sexton, mm. you need this. Mm, that's I mean, the way you're yo, the way right you're pulling, <laughs> you need to grease. A, you need some green tea to calm you down. Cause, hey, <laughs> hey, fuck around, get that eight stage. <laughs> that nigga's going crazy hey. ever since I started listening to two something. Ever since, ever since, it's crazy. Ohio State just made it to the football national Man. championship. Ohio Man. again. Justin Man. Fields, I see you. Um, well, it's so stupid. Like, like three quarters of the people I know are Milton Keynes, like, militia, and all of a sudden, like, but no, um, green tea peng for mm. real. Um, just real good vibe, real good artist, real eclectic, 
vibrations. Go mm. listen to it. Like, why are you still listening to me? Mm. She's that. Go listen to it. Mm. And that's my recommendation for the week. Okay, wait, Paul. Yeah. I just need to do something quick whilst we're here. Give me. Whilst we're right here. All right, here. Yeah. I just want to shout out JT. Whilst we have a chance. No, that no makes sense. No, that no makes sense. I don't yeah. know why he did it, but it's too much. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes sense. Because we hadn't done it yet. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, shout out JT. It just it felt weird. Shout out JT. Sweetie, yeah. we see you. Yep, yeah. Um, Do you see how Sweetie walked into 2021? Oh, bro. She's the best. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous of Quavo. Yo. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I don't think you understand. <laughs> I don't think you understand. She's so much fun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> Hey man, uh, if you made it this far into the episode, <laughs> yeah. we appreciate you. We you really know, fuck with you. You guys have been here through it all. Mm-hmm. All I say, thank you. Thank you. All I can say is we're coming, we're coming stronger this year. Yes, sir. We're coming extremely strong. Yes, sir. Um, you know, it's 2021. Yeah. We have to. I'm so happy we started this one because I feel like we put our best foot forward here. And we really, really put our, our foot in the road. But you know, that's it. We're now 14 episodes deep, mm-hmm. and we're only going up. Yeah. So, I'm going to end off the podcast here. Mm-hmm. It's my week to end, Paul. Where are you taking it? I'm playing a little song here, you know, just say Happy New Year to everyone yeah. at home. Remind people, we are in the new year. Yeah. Things are going to be different this year. Mm-hmm. We, are, we have a great outlook on life this Man. year. So, I'm going to leave people at home with this message here. Yes, sir. It's a very simple message. It's very simple. But people um, be forgetting, so you got to keep reminding them. I have to keep on reminding them. Um, a great man once said mm. that... In fact, let me give you the person's name who it is, actually. His name was Raheem Kakarea King. Okay. Um, first of his name. Yeah. <laughs> he once said that a country yeah. known as Nigeria... Yeah. That country, it never mm-hmm. carries... Uh-huh. Lost. Peace and love.
number trying to count how old I'd be When the clock struck 12 in the year 2G Medjay Noche, finally near This'll be the anthem amongst the cheers Just the men to usher it in Big Will bringing the heat, KC bringing the plan Ringing it in, waiting for the ball to drop That 2000 vault, we breaking the lock They hip-hop, keep blazing the charts Made a pass, keep a warm spot in your heart Made a future, hold more joy than pain Hands in the air, waiting for confetti to rain What? Woo! KC, y'all, KC, y'all And do what with it?